Does this work? Time to use those critical thinking skills. Welcome to Medically Unbiased. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Medically Unbiased. I have some friends of mine in the studio today. Say hi, friends. What up, friends? friends. (laughs) See, I knew they'd do it. I love it. Every time I say, say hi, friends, I want them to say, actually, hi, friends. (laughs) So introduce yourselves for me. Come on, Mara. You can do. It. You've been on the podcast Jeez. before. You know how this goes. Hi, I'm Mara Costa. Mara Costa, <laughs> the Mara Costa. I'm a neurology nurse practitioner. Okay. And I've known you for hour an hour and a half, probably. Yeah, at yeah. least. At least. Something like that. We've Something been friends for a while. Close. Yeah. And. My name's Chris. I'm just a paramedic. Just, uh, shut up! It. Shut up! Been, Shut up. been stuck there for a bunch of years and i've known you for a bunch of years but it was more like professional yeah yeah, at yeah. the hospital yeah we worked together in and a... then i started dating mara yes and came to find out that we're actually friends now so yeah. there it <laughs> right. is Watch so that's out, ladies he's mine back <laughs> yeah off. back off <laughs> yeah she didn't really like that so i wanted to talk today a little bit about um the religion of covid I, it's, it's become this religious ideology that people have, I don't know, there's two camps and it's pretty much right or left. It seems right side being the Republicans, left side being the Democrats. It's become more political than scientific at this point. And I think that the religion is, if you're not vac, like the vaccine is the religion. Maybe that's the better way of putting it. The vaccine's the religion. That's the that's the idol that's being uh, prayed to and championed as the the savior of the world, as opposed to it being, you know, a Christ-like figure or <laughs> some other idol in a religion. This is now the vaccine. Yet they're also afraid. They're vaccinated and afraid of the unvaccinated because on my last podcast, we talked about how everyone was like, it's a, you know, it, it's a, what was it? A pandemic of the unvaccinated, right? Yeah, I've heard that term. Yeah. The pandemic of the unvaccinated, which is now bullshit. Cause we know that, uh, vaccinated people are getting this disease. We also know that the Johnson and Johnson vaccine after six months is only 6% effective. So it, all the, all the vaccines wane over time. The Moderna vaccine after six months is 64% effective. Uh, I think uh, Pfizer is 52% or some number effective. That's why they're talking boosters, and that's why the FDA just did boosters. for. But they approved boosters for Moderna and Johnson & Johnson. Previously, the CDC approved boosters for the Pfizer vaccine. Well, let's just remember, CDC can't approve or disapprove things. They can just recommend yeah, but the CDC also can't put a moratorium on you right, being kicked right. out of your fucking house either. <laughs> right. Yet that seemed to be what they did there too. So well, and this is twenty twenty one. Yeah, know, like. let's. It's all. It's it's a very milky, you know, kind of murky area in the legal terms. I guess you could say. So I want to play this clip that I found. Uh, I heard it. It's on a show called The Five, which is on Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, where there's four Republican people and one Democratic person, and they're all talking, and the left 
person always has like the opposing view and it seems to be the craziest, most opposing sometimes. Sometimes they're pretty normal, but sometimes they're crazy. Well, this is Geraldo Rivera, who's been around for Ever. eons, right? Like, uh, he thought he was going to find Hoffa. Like, he's done some weird <laughs> shit. <laughs> didn't, he, didn't he, like, dig up a tomb thinking he was going to find Hoffa at one time? Such a weirdo. Yeah, he's kind of a weird dude. Anyway, this clip to me, we'll, we'll play it in its entirety because we got to hear it. But this clip to me embodies the religiousness of the vaccine people, of the people vaccine mandate people right because let's be fair there's most of us that have been vaccinated but i'm not asking for mandates i'm like dude if you don't want to get vaccinated fucking you do you and i'll do me and everyone's happy and we're all good right right you feel the same way it's it's i mean it's medical sovereignty it's the ability to decide what you want in your body yeah i thought it was my body my choice but that was (laughs) only if you're a woman talking about abortion is that what it is? That's the only time. It's the only time. It's okay. Otherwise, That's we have full control. Yeah. It's, there's problem. Yeah. So if it's not my body, my choice, now it's, well, it as a medical, pregnant. I guess. And I, apparently you can be a male that's pregnant now. Yeah. The whole world has gone upside down for sure. It's mm. gone batshit crazy. Let's play this clip really quick and then we'll talk about it. People will think less of me when I say what I'm about to say. Uh, I go. think less of people who are not vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I think that it is an arrogant, selfish reckless act and i have five grandchildren all under the age of 12 who are susceptible to someone sneezing on them i think it is absolutely so selfish that it is appalling sometimes government has to tell not ask the government has to tell right now i want people to have to show when i go to the bar i want to know everybody's vaccinated or you know if if, if you or have the okay. test have a here's your here's my positive or my negative test here it is and every week it has Geraldo, to be whatever what other government instituted things health things do you think that the government should mandate on everybody measles vaccine smallpox we, vaccine okay but should we be subject to seeing all of your personal records but you're, you're changing the what if we start asking no, people about other procedures that this is had? this is right. absolutely no, this Geraldo. is a caveman stuff oh caveman stuff. well Geraldo, you know i think 30 percent of the u.s military maybe even more hasn't been vaccinated you know what the, you think they're cavemen you know what the Do tragedy you think less is? of the u.s the tragedy the tragedy answer the question the tragedy is i am i am answering the question the the tragedy is that this has been politicized and that the <laughs> well, right wing thinks one way and the left wing thinks another thing. That's absolute right, bull. You're politicizing that's, that's a bunch it of crap by saying you think less yeah, of I, people I, and calling Yes, I do. I do because that's not a good way to get people vaccinated. Well, I, I, Let's get I, Greg in. You know the uh, the, politic, the politicizing of it is bad, but also I don't believe that you're. Your intent, Geraldo, and I'm sorry to say this, is to persuade anybody because nothing you said is persuasive. When you call people names, and I know this from my own history, doesn't persuade anybody. You know, too bad. Too bad. See, you don't So he says, fucking too bad he doesn't care. Yeah. Well, so first off, before we start asking people for their vaccination status, we should wonder why it is you're taking children to bars. That's like number one. Right. Now, there are bars like PTs where you can go to the restaurant side. This is Vegas, and that doesn't always happen. But in, you know, in the Midwest, there are bars you can go to with your. I mean, there's the thing. Regardless, my point here is that he's afraid. He is not persuasive, like uh, Greg Gutfeld said to him in that clip. He's not being persuasive. He's scared. This is a man who's fucking scared of others. 
He's afraid of the air around him. He is not acting rationally. That's an emotional comment. All that attitude and aggression is emotional. That's not rational scientific behavior. Well, and not only is it emotional, but it's strictly out of fear. And out of fear, you start trying to control other people (laughs) to protect yourself or yours around you. But what's his name? Um, Ben Shapiro's been talking about it. Like, he's super, I guess, right wing, and he um, does his own podcast every day. But he was talking about this administration has completely destroyed the ability to try and persuade, I guess, if you want to use that word. But the way you would persuade somebody, especially a skeptic, would be to give them information, not to call them names, not to call them stupid, not to say they're less of a person or whatever. Right. Like, literally, here's the data. And then let them make the decision. Like, if the data truly supports, you know, vaccinations are the greatest thing since sliced bread when it comes to COVID, then great. But to call me... Le- to to basically tell me that if I stand in your presence, you're going to think less of me as a human being because I don't have a vaccine automatically makes me think you're a dipshit. Like, yeah, at that point, your opinion doesn't matter. Correct. And it, any facts you thinks, provide me are less, much less important. Right. He thinks less of people because you're not. Vac- I mean, that's a pretty shallow, narrow minded approach to this entire thing. Well, I can tell you that. Being in a large facility there has been now some si- some type of bias about patients that don't have the vaccine like ugh, i can't believe we have to provide care for that person because oh, you're kidding they, me they didn't get the vaccine well i've seen videos like, of that kidding i've me? seen videos of that they have there's videos of people refusing like nurse practitioners and doctors refusing to fucking care for people because they're not vaccinated yeah like well, i'm sorry that you think that this is people have been know, denied kidney transplants because right. they won't get vaccinated right right it? but there's a there's a discriminatory factor to it now correct like you you must be so careless and uneducated for not getting a vaccine and because of that we shouldn't treat you and that's so, not the case at so all. you're more likely to die from cancer if you're a smoker than you are to die from covid unvaccinated statistically and yet we don't have that cognitive dissonance we don't have that you know crazy attitude towards smokers right they come in the hospital and they have cancer we're like oh we'll we'll treat you you have lung cancer right Um, it's disgusting like i've seen it these last probably what or six months and i and it's it's appalling like wow, are you fucking I kidding me that, that that's exactly what how you you're gonna actually say that out loud so that's another point is that but wait aren't these yeah. also the people that were like oh we're going to work during a pandemic before there was a vaccine and now the you've got nurses across the nation losing jobs because they want to you know be able to choose whether they get it or not well and no, they're yeah. losing jobs for it but it's the same group of people that are saying you know my body my choice but then the second you come in with covid and no vaccine they're like oh fuck that guy right. <laughs> we ain't treating him like so, what so what are they saying about the people who have covid and have a vaccine well that's not oh dumb we're luck. we're not talking about that that's dumb luck bro that's not science we're not talking about that <laughs> You mean a, a transmissible virus that probably that, that, you know that still mutates, infects like, people and that the and I'm sorry, like maybe the vaccine's great and for all those that have it or don't have what it doesn't really matter where you land on it. Fact of the matter is, you don't have the vaccine. You can transmit. You can contract. You can get sick. You can die. You get the vaccine. It um 
Oh, wait. You can catch it. You can transmit it. <laughs> you you can get sick from it. And you can die from it. So well, I kind of feel like so, so let's, it's a hard sell. Let, let me clear the air from my perspective for all of ever, everyone listening. All both of you other people that I know listening, I want you to understand where I come from. Hey, bro. So, so the other, see you again. Mom, you'll hear that. Um, so the vaccine is good. First of all, we haven't separated the groups of people. There's, well, I apologize for yeah, interrupting. When right. you say the vaccine, because we were talking about the weird differences in the oh percentages. Johnson Johnson so Moderna like, versus w- when okay, you a vaccine the vaccine. Do you have a specific one you're referring? No, to? No, just the, just I'm plumping them all together because not I suggesting think you prefer one to another. No, I am not suggesting either one of them is better. Or any of them is better than the other one. I think at some point in time, like when you get injected, the day you're injected, they're all pretty much the same. <laughs> I think the the value in them is from day one, and then they progressively the studies show that progressively they lose you know their ability to function. But to my earlier point is that we haven't assessed need based on a population. So eighty five and older, yeah, absolutely, they should be vaccinated and they should be getting the booster because we know that this vaccine wanes and they should get a booster and they're highly susceptible to dying from covid should my fucking six-year-old daughter get a vaccine absolutely not dude should my nine-year-old son get a absolutely not he has more risk of getting myocarditis from a side effect than he does from dying from fucking covid it's simple risk assessment that's my point uh, is that we're treating everyone we as society i don't say me but the media the president all these people Fauci is like, you guys need to be vaccinated. But they, there's no risk assessment based on age, based on physical fitness, based on comorbidities. Like, I'm sorry. Or like natural immunity from having Correct. The Absolutely. There's no discussion on natural immunity. So when we haven't done a risk assessment, which we do with everything else, right? Literally everything else. So as a nurse practitioner, Mara, you know this. And when you as a paramedic are going to give paramedic. stupid fucking paramedic. So, <laughs> so when you're going to give, when you're going to give, smart, I swear. Yeah, right. So when you're going to give medication to a patient in an ambulance, you have to give a risk assessment, right? If you're going to give morphine pain meds to a patient. Oh, if you're not vaccinated, you're not getting pain. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Isn't that what I'm supposed to do? Right. It. That's what you're supposed to say. But at no, at no point in time in our careers as practitioners of any kind have we coerced or incentivized or shamed or socially shamed or guilt-tripped a patient into receiving a treatment. We don't, we don't persuade them. We may explain the risks of not receiving the med or receiving the med. There's a risk associated with receiving well, it, too. You literally provide them. Listen, I want to give you this. And here's the positives that could come from Correct. it. Here's the negatives that could come from it. Your choice. So if you're, if if you're the religion that doesn't want to receive blood, what religion is that? There's a religion. Uh, Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witness, Witness yeah. right? Jehovah. So you're Jehovah's Witness. You've been shot. <laughs> you're well, in, I, I've seen it happen. You're a trauma center. Multiple times. Yeah, right. I know. So you're a trauma center. You've been shot and you need blood. And they're like, uh-uh, I'm not getting blood. And you're like, so are you going to now, like, you gonna die. Do you force it upon them because right. you think it's best? Because you think it's best for them? Like, that's wrong. They they have the right to make that decision. They're well within mm-hmm. their, you know. Well, yeah, it's because they got shot, not got COVID. 
Oh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. the gunshots, much <laughs> much less lethal. They don't have COVID. much of a choice with COVID, quite apparently. Like, I guess not. I think we're not in Australia, but it's coming. Anyway. So <laughs> yeah. Next topic. Um, right around the corner. Right. So there's no there's no point in time where I'm going to guilt trip a patient or socially shame them. Like I'm not going to go on their Facebook profile and be like, this bitch didn't get vaccinated. Right, right. And that what would- and we've thrown HIPAA out the window at this point, as far as I'm, I'm concerned. Gone. HIPAA yeah. it no longer exists. Unless it's used to get somebody in trouble. Like, they'll find a way to use it. In the negative. Yeah, like in the negative towards a practitioner or a provider or something. Right. Like, they will absolutely still use it the way it is written, the way it's been used, mm-hmm. to get someone in trouble that maybe isn't towing the line. But the fact is, is like, to go to a Raiders game now, I need to give you my medical history. Yeah. yeah, like That's no, I'm just I'm just waiting. I'm really waiting for someone to ask me if I've been vaccinated. I can't wait because my response is going to be, you know, do you do you like anal sex? Right. Like that's going to be my my question to them. And right. when they're like, "What are you talking about?" That's rude. I'm like, "Well, you want to know stuff about me? I want right, to know yeah. stuff about you." Let's just ask. Just let's get the, let's get this out in the open. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I just want to ask really absurd, very violating. questions why would you consider absurd i would just say you have different interests than they do (laughs) well they're interested in your medical history you're interested in their their sexual sexual history yeah whatever i'm just going to be a jerk really is what it boils down to because Mm -hmm. i don't think that my medical history is of anyone else's you know they don't need to know but the funny thing is you go to a raiders game if you are not vaccinated first of all i hate the term fully vaccinated i hate Uh that term that's an annoying it's an annoying Especially term. Especially now that we have data that suggests it loses potency or it wanes in effectiveness or whatever. Correct. Over time. Like right. at that point, is anybody actually ever fully vaccinated? But no, no, it's not even that. So the term fully vaccinated to me and from, let's just take it from the beginning of this whole pandemic thing is that you need to have both of your shots. Plus two the weeks. shots were 30 days apart, 28 or 30 days apart, depending on the one, unless it's Johnson Johnson, it was one shot. Then it was two weeks post the second shot. And then you were safe. And then you were, quote, fully vet. So why are we even mentioning, we as a society, why is it even brought up that people are half that? Like, what? <laughs> like, they you haven't heard half facts. I haven't they, heard a half facts person. So what's fully vaxxed? I have never referred Either to you my are. children when, you know, as they're, because they're six and four. So, okay. like, at the age of two, they've only had a certain amount of their, what is it, their, PPD or what are the the yeah oh. like their uh, MMR and their, yeah they uh, got their first shots like the, yeah. te- the the tetanus one the, yeah, yeah yeah whatever but like they get three of those or four of those in the mm-hmm. course of growing up to like six years old I've never once looked at my two year old when she was two and said oh well she's she's mostly vaccinated for <laughs> for tetanus like right no it's you get what you get and you, then the time frame and then you get it again like right. so back to the but there's full-on stats about half-vaxxed COVID people. Correct. Like, well, that's just weird. That, so either, that either you're vaccinated. I know. They push this data out because yeah. they want to murky the waters with shit data is what they're doing. So you can go to the Raiders game, and if you've never had a shot. Mm-hmm. Get you, it in the parking you, lot. You get the shot in the parking lot, and then you can go in. And you're good to go. And you're good to go. That but, is the most asinine policy but ever. But here's the like, point. But do you have to wear wanna, a mask? Yeah. So that's the, the question. That's a good question. As far as I know, if you go to the Raiders game and they ask, are you vaccinated? And you say no, then they either turn you away or like, I guess, shuffle you over to line two where you can get <laughs> your vaccine. 
and you don't get really i mean i think they provide you a card with here's your vaccine right. date whatever i didn't realize that allegiant stadium was a medical provider but right well yeah. either way they will provide you the vaccine Jeez. and then you can continue into the venue with your newly vaccinated self but you're but not you're, fully vaccinated but you right. still i do i do think you do still have to do the mask thing and then if you're fully vaccinated you don't have to wear your mask at your seat just when you get up and go to get your beer right because remember when we went it was we get in and then it was well but they implemented that back policy rain. like a week yeah, later. after that yeah. yeah but i mean here we are under the premise of okay you're vaccinated whatever if you're not you're wearing your mask and you gotta right you can only take it off when you eat and how many of us were like woo woo, right uh, yeah so what <laughs> yeah no i don't i don't understand any of it it makes no sense to me at all and i I've tried to understand it. I've tried to figure it out, but again, but you can't if you figure things out based on like logic and data. (laughs) You mean logic and data should be implemented? No. Don't you be crazy. Let's go to commercial and we'll come back and we'll talk about some more COVID craziness. Sound good? Yep. I hate COVID. forget to fucking i screwed up anyway it's the editing so if i, if I did this more often i wouldn't have a problem yeah. but i don't do it often COVID. yeah well yeah i'm an idiot to focus <laughs> <laughs> well, what was that what was that book you're reading the, the was, dead cat book I yeah think the dead cat the yeah. 101 yeah. things to do with the dead cat yeah, I, know. I love that book it's perfect so Sorry. Does that give us 202 uses? <laughs> I think so. Two cats. Yeah. Two, oh, two cats. That's yeah. double well, the use. That's right? what we have, yeah. That's a win. So, 202 of them. I know. It's a lot. Let me bring this up because... I saw one as a bread box. I'm not going to lie. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I had that kind of time. <laughs> so Fauci has been called on the carpet by numerous members of Congress about lying to Congress about sponsoring gain of function, gain of function research yeah. in Wuhan, which, okay. So let's just get this out there. If this virus can be, it can escape from a level four biohazard facility. I don't think my children's cloth mask made from t-shirt materials gonna stop it but that's just me i'm throwing it out there i haven't right, thought right. masks worked in the beginning yeah what am i what do i know i'll be um, honest uh, the level of my mask intelligence changes basically every time he comes on tv literally it's <laughs> because his, one day it's right. terrible the next the We're, democrats love it the republicans love it i think there's aliens around now <laughs> that might enjoy it i'm not sure well no so so six months ago there was talk about double masking. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Uh, and then there was triple masking for a little bit. Great. So I can't bring well, even more. Yeah, right. But Fauci <laughs> was popping up everywhere for a short period with two masks. That's my point. <laughs> so where did that go? That just went away? Now it's not a thing? 
And then remember, three or four months ago, Biden said, 100 days. Remember when he said, oh, yeah. 100 days of masking. That's it. If if you can't just do a So that 100 days is fucking coming gone. I mean, to like, be fair. A long way. It feels as if the entire nation, minus like a small group, has remembered the fact that this was two weeks to, to, to flatten the curve. curve. And we're creeping on two years. Yeah. The two weeks is going to become two years in a short time. Yeah. You know, it's the whole thing's just weird. But so Fauci has been called on the carpet by Congress for lying to Congress. Um, in a podcast recently, Fauci was asked if he was willing to resign for lying to the American people. I don't think Fauci's ever been on a, on a show with it. People weren't fawning over him. There's Fauci mm-hmm. candles, prayer, Fauci prayer candles. What? Really? I'm not joking. Oh. There's Fauci prayer candles. There's like, uh, I are got, they praying for his soul? I I don't know, but he has two of them. In you the mean like like you know the like long the, the Catholic prayer candles yeah, yeah, yeah. that have like, like a Jesus Christ figure on them yeah. or a saint. Yeah, yeah, like a, it's like a Saint Fauci. Where do you get those? Like at the 99 cents? Because <laughs> I might want to get those for Halloween. Yeah, I know, right? Google I don't. Know. It's like Saint Fauci, well, Fauciism. Like there's a sorry to swing this see, one in, but uh, due to supply chain disruption, <laughs> right, 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 we're not going to get them by Halloween. <laughs> there's probably yeah, on a January. tank. It's it's on a it's on a it's in a container off the coast of California yeah, right now. We're Chilling not getting it anytime for the next soon. twelve days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's got to be it's got to be it's in quarantine because yeah. it came from <laughs> right, China. Right. I don't think it's fully vaccinated. It's not yeah. fully vaccinated. Don't light it on fire. Whatever you do, <laughs> right? It'll burn you. It's a problem. So Fauci, I don't think. Personally, I don't think anything's going to happen to him. It's a felony to lie to Congress. It's a big deal. And I don't think there's anything is going to happen to him because I don't think the people who are trying to hold his hand to the fire are have enough support to really do anything about it. Fauci seems to be able to say or do... He's like a weatherman, which is ironic because that's a science in and of itself, but it's you a science that's constantly wrong. wrong. And be praised at the same time? Yeah, right. You can be wrong every so no weatherman on T like I want to be a weatherman. I want to be wrong constantly. It could rain today. It also could not. You know, yeah. Like or even here's, your, better. here's your paycheck, it, right? Or it's even partly better. sunny. It's and, gonna rain tomorrow, and then it doesn't. Well, <laughs> weather's a fickle bitch. Like, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Weather changes. <laughs> you never know. So Fauci seems to be to science what a weatherman is to the news, news because he's wrong. And he's constantly changing his tone. And it's been shown through different different um, stuff I've watched is that he said initially, if we got to 50 or 60% vaccination rates, we could get back to normal. And then he slowly and deliberately has moved that number up. Then it was 60, then it was 65%, and then it was 70, then it was 76%, then it was 78%, then it was 85%, then it was 90%. Like, it's moved the bar. And he was asked about why that bar is being moved, and he's like, well, that's just how I feel. Uh, so, fat, Did he really say that's just how I feel? Yeah. Or did he give us some lame, like, oh, Delta Plus? No. like four. So there's, no, no, none of that at all. Oh, wow. In oh, fact. He didn't even, like, try. No, no, he doesn't care because I mean, he he refer he refers to himself now as science. He's referred to himself in the third person, and if you don't, if you go against Fauci, you're going against science. 
Yeah, but he said that. But the entire media apparatus is supporting that. That's the problem. That's that, crazy. Right. But and he's re- he referred to himself in the third line. person in that way. Okay, if you go against me, you're going against neurology. Like, what? That makes no <laughs> sense. It makes no sense at all. Like, right. You're going against Christopher. You're going against Ben <laughs> Like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> there, there is a fair amount of people that are that way. Yes. It's, just, it's insanity. It's crazy. He, he, Fauci says attacks on me are quite frankly attacks on science. Like, mm-hmm. so he, so he said, this is, this is on Forbes. But to, but to be fair, let's, let's be honest from day one till now. Yeah. That dude has held literally every position you can hold on COVID and masks and vaccines and everything. <laughs> right. So can we really say he's wrong? Well, because he's held everything. So at some point he's got to be right. I had a broken clock and it was right twice a day. Okay. Right. So, so <laughs> I mean, he's only got to be right once. Right, once at all, right? Um, let me see if it plays this part. I don't, I don't have it keyed in or cued in here, but let's see if it'll work. What kind of dog and pony show are we this, on? Here? You're on a total <laughs> shit show of a podcast. Is what you're on. <laughs> Welcome to the insanity that is my crappy podcast. Should have known better. Well, you know, the at least the pay was right? commensurate with the help. You know what I mean? Wait. Are we supposed to get paid? <laughs> that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I that's, a, that's a yes. And the answer why is did, no. <laughs> but why did I Venmo you money to come yeah, here? That seems silly. No like I said, Fauciisms. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> know, but I did get some good ideas walking through your house. So that was nice. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a win. I'm so lots glad. Lots of lights. Yeah, lots of lights. I'm in the middle of a remodel in case anybody didn't know when my friends came over to Drink some beer, and we thought we'd do a podcast and BS for a little bit about uh, Fauciisms. There you go. So, huh? You see what's going on? I don't know if I can bring this up, but yeah, he did say that if you any attack on Fauci is an attack on uh, <laughs> is an attack on science. So he is science. Fauci is science. Wow, I don't, that's I, a lot to say. That's a bold statement. Like, like you have to really. I'm that's so narcissistic. But I, yeah, I don't but think I'd say the, that. But at the end of the day, like, no matter how narcissistic or cocky or whatever, like, when you have the White House basically propping you up at every turn, like, you could have some sort of security in saying that. Like, meh, the entire administration supports me, so I don't give a shit what any of you think. Well, that's from. There's a lot of people. But that's, that's, just, that but that's just while he's useful. Because once this all figures out, there's going to be another useful village idiot that they can utilize. Yeah, no, there's, that's true. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of he stuff. Was super accurate on HIV. I just want to point out, <laughs> <laughs> you can get it from being in the same room. Right? No, he was wrong. Out. He just got lucky on the whole thing with HIV. He was just part of the. I mean, there's a lot of people studying HIV in the beginning and. But he fucked up so much information. I know he did. And now he's the head of whatever conglomeration this is. This is well. Silly. We we do know that Rand Paul went after him pretty heavily on Capitol Hill, mm-hmm. and I watched a video from uh, a person who studies body language, and they broke down Fauci's body language in that Congressional Oversight Committee. Oh boy. And everything that they're saying makes sense. Like when he, so they say, watch, he'll say, stop. And he, Fauci puts his hand up to, 
during this whole video, this person's breaking this video down and Fauci's putting his hand up to saying, stop, as in you're beating me up, you're hurting me, don't do this anymore, please, I don't want to. Correct. It's a natural reaction and he does it. And the video is so good, I have to go back and rewatch it because it explains how he's feeling attacked and he, he's like, no, no, and he's shaking. You can see him visibly shaking and responding to Rand Paul. Oh, wow. In their last their last encounter, there's been three different times Rand Paul's really went after him, and it was the last time, maybe a month and a half ago, that he asked him. He goes, knowing it's a lie, knowing it's a felony to lie or criminal something to lie to Congress. Do you want to retract your statement? In fact, it's like I have never lied to Congress. Like, right? And he gets mixed up in the wording and the technicalities of things. But so so we know that Fauci funded uh, Steve Dasick. And Health Alliance, or I think it was, was it Health was it Health Alliance. What's the name of the company? Oh, I don't so, remember the company name. So Fauci gave money to Stephen Dasick, who was then in charge of the like finding out. It. Well, he gave it to Dasick, and then Dasick got the research for coronavirus done, and in Wuhan, and in the it's paperwork, like an correct. And in the documentation, it's all going back to the NIH and the in the um, National Institutes of uh, Allergy and Disease, as in they're the ones funding it because they're giving reports back to them too from the coronavirus stuff being done in Wuhan. So he's culpable. He's immediately culpable. Now, did he make it leave the lab and is he responsible for all the people dying? No, I'm not going to hold him to that level of accounting. But if you're... If you're in there building a nuclear bomb and it accidentally goes off, well, maybe you have some. Well, I mean, you don't even have to be in the building when it goes off. Like if you were the one that pulled all the people together, correct? Said, hey, That's my point. Build me a nuclear bomb and it blows up and kills twelve people. Like you know, yeah, you, like you, it wouldn't have happened had you not done that, right? Had you not put all that money into it? Now, so that was funded by the NIH. All the research, like not all of it, but there's money, there's there's easily traceable money to Wuhan, to the lab in Wuhan that was doing this research. Which makes no sense. Like our government is good about hiding money. <laughs> like, we're good about it, but I mean, only Hillary can delete enough emails to like not be found. <laughs> well, right? I mean, Hillary there's someone has the gonna... ability to delete the people with the information. Fair as enough. Well. But there's going to definitely be some some hiding of the emails if necessary because I read a bunch of these Fauci emails that were released from that FOIA request, that mm-hmm. Freedom of Information request when his emails were released, and they redacted tons of his emails. Oh, wow. Tons of his emails were redacted. Now, why were they redacted? They say it was redacted for national, national security. security yeah, but he was responding to people that were asking questions about normal basic shit. It's like he wasn't... The stuff that was redacted was ridiculous. It's just weird. It didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So, and most of the stuff they let out was... You know, not smoking gun stuff. It was like, yes, you can do that. Like it was really small well, responses. Even to the stuff. stuff they released had a lot of flip flopping in it. Like, yes, oh, this is our position on it. Well, we would, it would be better for us if you guys did do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, then I'll talk to them and we'll we'll get that going. Like, it's just it just kept changing places. Right. So my feelings on the words "the science." I hate that term too. I hate the science because. It never used to be the science. Well, it should be Mr. Science. (laughs) Now it should be. Um, I think it should be science in general because just science, not the science, because the science means it's settled, right? True. 
and there's no such thing as settled science. There's known science that we haven't disproven yet. This is really right. what it boils down to. Stuff that we well, just maybe experiment we, with every day. Correct. Maybe we could just call it current science, like today's science. I don't know, but we're always talking about, well, the science. You don't follow the science. Well, I don't follow the science because there is no fucking the science. I follow science, and science tells me that this or that or whatever, like kids don't need to wear masks, and they don't get sick from COVID, and they haven't died from COVID, and blah, blah, blah. Now, everyone, all the negative people out there are going to say 450 kids died from COVID. Right, but ten to twenty of them were without pre-existing conditions. Correct. Literally ten to twenty. And, and those ten to twenty that died not with pre-existing conditions were were died in like tragic accidents. One was drowned. Two were in car accidents. They happened to have COVID when they were tested at the hospital. They didn't die from fucking COVID. Right. They died in other ways was... and then had COVID. <laughs> right. So they died with COVID, not from It'd be COVID. Interesting to check their birth, their uh, death certificates to see what their cause of death was. Oh, I'm sure it's going to say reimbursement was for it. Oh, reimbursement it was, was high for COVID. So that's why everyone was like, I mean, so yeah. again, just a paramedic, so I'm not <laughs> familiar up. with certain things. But there, there's <laughs> rumor, there's rumors that. floating around the medical world that legitimately doctors, NPs, PAs, whatever actually and again i don't i don't know maybe it's out there and i've seen it and just forgot but that legitimately your patient comes in with covid pneumonia and i don't know but high blood sugar at the same time mm-hmm. they end up dying but because they had covid it has you would be like okay i'm i'm gonna get i don't know ten thousand dollars for treating this patient before they died and they died of pneumonia Mm -hmm. but if i put down covid i was going to get that 10 plus i get another five like right see i don't what was that rumor mill about like i swear to god i I can tell you from from my perspective as a nurse practitioner i don't know what the reimbursement rates are on death certificate i don't know that like i just i'll write whatever i write and what most people don't understand is on a death certificate it's seldom one thing unless it's glaringly obvious it was that thing like a gsw to the head that's the death. That's the reason for the death. COVID. <laughs> right. But I'm just telling you, if it's a GSW, the gunshot wound to the head would be the reason. If they have heart disease and lung cancer and diabetes, that's all going to get listed as a comprehensive reason for the death. It's not like heart disease killed them. They had heart disease, but diabetes and lung cancer will also be listed in the cause of death. Well, yeah. So it's not right. it's but, not one thing. But I, you have to remember that period of time where it was all over the news. Now, I know, but I'm just I'm letting you know from as the provider, as yeah. a provider that sees patients, that's not how it goes. I mean, they okay. they also wanted to say that hospitals were full. Well, guess what? Hospitals yeah. are always full. That's how they make money. I like, remember working not at a hospital empty. <laughs> five, six years ago, and it was constantly patients in the hallways and beds waiting 24, 48 hours to get upstairs to their admitted rooms. So, Before COVID, yeah. it's always full. Oh, yeah. this, was, this was like five, six years ago. Correct. We're so always like, full. So to for them to be like, the hospitals are full. No shit. They're always full. You're just now noticing that? Right, right. They're building a, more hospitals because they're always full. I worked at a local ER here in Vegas. And we, we at the time, I what, 13, 14 area hospitals, all of which have an ICU, obviously. Mm-hmm. Our ICU was never open. Like, it was always, always full. full. Yeah. Always. It is. They all will be. Always. They all are. There were and, times they were scrambling for vents then, too. Correct. And the reason they're always full is because 
people are sick or you're doing surgical procedures and you need an ICU bed to recover the patient after the surgical procedure. How many open heart surgeries are done daily just in this city alone, not across the country? I'm just talking, hell, pick a hospital. There's probably a dozen in each hospital. Yep. Do you know what I mean? You're doing a lot of procedures in these facilities, and those people need a bed to go to. And sometimes it's not about the number of beds. It's about the number of employees. Or equipment. Or equipment. Right. So if I don't, so if I don't have enough nurses, I got 24 beds in my ICU, and one nurse can take care of two patients on average in an ICU, right? It's one to two ratio, unless the patient's super acutely ill and they need two nurses to take care of the one patient, like that would be a really critical patient. It could be a one-to-one nurse to one patient ratio. But for the most part, let's just say that's average patients. So I need 12 nurses to man that 24-bed ICU. Well, what if someone calls out sick and I only have 11 nurses? Now one nurse has to take, one or two nurses has to take an extra patient. So now that one nurse has a three-patient assignment when really they should only have two because I can't get my, I don't have an on-call well, staff. Some facilities will say, okay, well, if you only have 11, then you have 22 beds. Therefore, Correct. your other two beds are blacked out, browned out, or whatever they call right. it. Right, exactly. Then you just don't get to put a person in there. Correct, and especially then, if they're not full now. We're I not going to fill them and make them make I, that person at higher risk of getting injured because they're taking being taken care of by a nurse that's already full of patients. At the hospital I worked at, I'm, which we won't name, obviously, but there were times like you could walk into an entire wing and, you know, a 20-bed wing, and it's just black, yeah. dark. Nobody's, nobody's walking around. There's nobody in the beds. They're all made. They're all clean, ready to go. Right. Nobody. So but it's because it's because they don't have any staff. Mm-hmm. Right. So when we're talking about the hospitals being full, for it's the most relative. part. Well, yeah, but see, people don't understand either that in Vegas specifically, and I know Arizona is probably similar, there's a lot of snowbirds. So in the wintertime, when it's winter time in the Midwest or in the Northeast or whatever, it's winter all over the country. I understand, but when it's <laughs> snowing there, it's nicer here. Oh yeah, that's like we are not plowing the snow. We're fifty degrees. Correct. So right. those snowbirds are here golfing. Right. <laughs> right. They I'm can like, sort. give me a sweater. It's yeah, freezing. we're all freezing because it was 110 <laughs> all summer, and they were like, "Well, shit, it was 110 last week." Like, they, they, yeah. right? They're like, "It was 50 in Minnesota yesterday too," and they come here and it's 50. They're like, "It's the same weather," <laughs> you know. <laughs> we're saying, "Oh my god, it's horrible." They're here because it's snowing up there. They don't want to be in the cold and the snow. So, but guess what? Those people are generally older, retired, affluent. They sick. still get sick. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And they need hospitalizations and they got need to get treated by their cardiologist. And they have a cardiologist here and they have a cardiologist there. And they come down the high blood pressure, or diabetes or whatever. It's not because of COVID. But guess what? The hospitals are full. Hospitals are full. All the time, the hospitals are full. People don't want to believe it, but guess what? Your hospital, go to your local hospital right now, drive down there and be like, are you guys full? <laughs> because I bet you they are. Just walk in the ER. Right. If there's more than five people in the waiting room of the ER, that place is freaking full. If you don't get back to see a provider within 10 minutes. Like, it's full. Yeah, you go, it's, it's full. It's always full. Yeah. Your county hospital will be really full. The county hospital no. is going to be packed full of people. No. Unless it's Turkey Sandwich Tuesday, then we'll be getting rid of everybody. Nice. <laughs> we'll be handing out some turkey sandwiches and sending them all on their way because we don't want to have a full ER anymore. Bye. 
All right, let's do another commercial. We'll come back and we're going to go over this uh, study from the VA because it's pretty remarkable. There's a lot of people in the VA that were talked about, and uh, I think it's interesting. Medically unbiased. It's almost like I remembered how to do this show. I don't know. It's kind of weird. So the VA did a study of, I think it was 600,000 people. And they wanted to find out about if the people who were vaccinated were still getting sick from COVID or not. And guess what? What? No. I'm going to be like Biden. I'm going to whisper. They are. They're still getting sick. But the whole point of the vaccine is to get rid of COVID. I know. I know. So the the study just shows that the vaccines aren't working like we were promised. Okay. I think of the vaccines now as a therapeutic, not as a vaccine. Because if I give you a vaccine for measles. You're not getting the measles. If I give you a vaccine for chicken pox, guess what? You're not getting chicken pox. If I give you a vaccine for COVID, you get COVID. Right. <laughs> but let's face it. I think that your like symptoms. Darts versus somebody playing darts with a blindfold. Like, <laughs> you could still get hit with it. Just, it's less likely. Like, I'm not even going to spin you around. So good. Right? I'll spin around a couple times. Sure, right about the dart. No, um, I think that if we look at the people who've been vaccinated as they have a therapeutic on board, instead of us treating the patient on the backside of the disease, we're pre-treating you. So the vaccine is a pre-treatment, so that when you get, because let's face it, this is going to be around forever. COVID's here to stay. It's not going away. It's not going to end. There's no stopping of COVID. I mean, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but like at the you very don't? beginning oh, of all on. that. <laughs> but, yeah. At the beginning of Some all this, of you were like, there were tons of people and that were suggesting like, oh, this is like bad flu. And then it became. No, like, I think it's worse than the flu. Let's well, fit. Not, well, hence the bad. Well, right? like, uh, okay. Like super bad flu. Okay. But then it was like, if you ever compared it to the flu, you might as well be a pariah. Like you were an asshole <laughs> forever considering that it could be akin to. When, again, I'm not calling it the flu. Other people weren't calling it the flu. Just the transmissibility, the seasonality of it, the fact that it's, hi, fool, it's a goddamn virus. Its sole purpose is to continue to exist. So (laughs) it will do so, and it will mutate to continue to do so. Therefore, every time it gets cold or uber hot and everyone goes into an enclosed area and we're all close together breathing on one another, like it's going to transmit more. So summer's probably less like you mean lockdowns are stupid oh well extremely and Uh, only helped the transmissibility of (laughs) of our enemy right but either way like it's here and 
you called it the flu initially or a a terrible version of or Mm -hmm. similar to akin to whatever Mm -hmm. and then you're an asshole for it and now here we are being told like okay guys so it's it's similar to the flu in the fact that it will (laughs) be here forever it will kill some people and we've got this vaccine that works here and now for this version Right, And then next week, there's going to be a new version, and we're going to need an adjusted vaccine or a booster or whatever. So it's like, yeah, okay, can we just acknowledge that it's it's a forever issue, and we well, need to do what's what we need to do to manage it? Like, so we've been managing the flu fine, generally yeah, speaking. Yes, even, even the outbreak in 09, we managed really well, so it's not a big deal. I'm just saying that... Everyone's talking about this as a vaccine, and I think if we as providers, as we as healthcare providers, would change the narrative, right? So the narrative has been, oh, this is a vaccine, and you're going to be 100% safe, and you will be indefensible. Like, nothing will happen to you. It's like wearing armor and walking into a bunch of bullets. Yeah, that's a fucking lie. It's it's well, an absolute okay. lie. I get that, but, but that's this that's what they're still touting. I really hate to feel like I'm defending the other side, like the people no, saying No, you got to be able to do that. But I think part of that onus is on the people generally like there is no 100% in life of anything so if somebody comes out and goes get this jab and you will be 100% safe well the second one person gets sick like that should have been your indicator that that there's no such thing as 100 on that like I I understand that but that's not what was being said and I think people believe when it comes from someone of authority whether it's Fauci or the president if it comes from someone of authority we believe it we as a, a people you start to believe like, well, the reason they're uh, the reason we're sitting here and the reason we're all friends is because we don't fucking believe much of anything that's going on, and we have these conversations. Like we question stuff, right? right? Scientists question the narrative, you know. And if we're questioning the stuff and we're wondering if it's true, and it, that's the science of it, we want to get to the bottom of it and understand it and see if we can break it down and twist it and make it different, whatever, or at least understand it better. The most people just hear what they hear and they believe it. Right, like, oh, you you tell me I need to do A. And I will do A. And I will do it. And I'm safe forever from COVID. And yet, these are all the same people that have been seeing their primaries for years, being told, take this med every day, and your blood pressure will be fine. And then they don't take it. And it's like, well, so now all of a sudden. But then there's a vast majority of people that do take it. Those people take it. Now, they don't change their lifestyle. They don't lose weight. They don't exercise. They just take the drug, and their blood pressure is better. And guess what? They're like... Well, my blood pressure is fine. I'm like, well, no, your blood pressure is actually not fine. It's it's secondarily fine because you're taking a drug, but your blood pressure is still high. Right. If you weren't taking the drug, like this is have, suppressing you your. You have the disease process at that point, but correct. But these people will just fall in line, and that's but, that's most people. And I think we need to see this as medical providers. We need to see that most people function that way. Sir, ma'am, what meds do you take? I don't know this one. Why my doc said to correct. No, it's yeah, a little white one with the peach. Writing on it. It's that white circle. It's that white one. Yeah. yeah. And, they, and they can't, they can't name what? them. Right? They don't know true. the names of them. Lispronel or something like that? It's like right. Lispronel? You yeah. mean Lisinopril? Yeah, that's my, the one. For my Beaties. That's for what Beaties. I, that's what I take, yeah. Mm. Do, you have, do you have the coffee diabetes or you mm. got the yeah. sugar diabetes? <laughs> you got me my sugar diabetes? <laughs> got my sugar diabetes. I'm getting an email on that one. I'm getting an email. Please yeah. send me uh, email info at medicallyunbiased.com. Yeah. Please, please email me your sugar diabetes problems. <laughs> We'll talk about it on the air. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
Just make sure you take whatever your doc told you to yeah, take. Yeah, take it. Don't don't take don't, medical don't, advice yeah, for any don't of double us. Up. <laughs> so so Dr. Ken Berry, who I follow on Twitter, he posted this a couple months ago. It says it's always better to have questions you cannot answer than answers you cannot question. And currently, we have answers we're not allowed to question. This is a good vaccine. You live forever. You won't need nothing else. You don't even need to drink water. You take the vaccine. Fucking, you're in, you're invisible to the world around you. Nothing will hurt you. I'm like, I don't know why I'm talking like I'm from Fauci, but right. kinda, kinda, somebody I sound more like Ross Perot than by. Fauci, I guess. But do what? I said, unless somebody from with COVID walks by, like, <laughs> right. you're invincible, except from that guy. Except from that guy. Well, then you got to fear him. Even though you're vaccinated, you must fear the unvaccinated. Why? At what point are we going to start walking around asking people like, oh, hey, since we're going to hang out for the next 20 minutes, like, can I see your vax card? Well, that's coming. Like, like just. I won't be friends with them, but that's. Somewhere. Right. Right. I won't. I won't hang out with you. I guys. won't hang out with them. Well, I had to. I just recently had to submit my. I wouldn't talk to Mara until she showed me. Her. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. And here we are. Still. And look at us. Right? I, I love I, it. It's I awesome. It's, it's a win. I have kids, they triple mask, and I needed her vaccinated. Like, right. It's yeah. a win. It is what it is. Yeah, they are switch. safe. This Safety. Week. This week. Yeah. Next week, I don't know. Well, until <laughs> Lord Fauci tells me something next it's, week. It's waning. It's waning. Right. I literally had Get to take booster. a picture of my card or whatever and send mm-hmm. it to my, not Provider. my employer, but my the facility in mm-hmm. which I practice. And they were like hounding me, like, give me a copy, give me a copy. And I'm like... Bitch, I fucking did it at your place. Yeah. How do you not know? They don't know. They did it so fast. They didn't put it in any. Yeah. So like, a, okay, here it is. It's been almost. Nine months. Yeah. Like, so it's been in like in a wallet. It's yeah. all torn. It's like, the, you know, the writing. Mm-hmm. Like, it could totally be a fake one for all I know. Right. But, you know, here, snapshot. Here you go. Okay. Right. Thanks for your, for your info. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I had to what? submit for a new, for a new facility I'm going to be working at. I had to submit my documentation. Now, here's the deal though, is that I don't have to submit proof of that I've been vaccinated against, um, chicken pox. What I have to show. Right. Cause you can take a declination for that. Not only can I not take it, de- I could take a declination if I Correct. wanted to. I could take a declination for hep B. Yep. Correct. I could take a declination for flu. Flu, yes. I could take a declination for anything except for COVID, right? Well, and if you've ever tested positive on the PPD for TB, right. you can never get a PPD TS test again. <laughs> like for the remainder True. of your life. You just have to do like you positive, just do chest, or, uh, x-ray chest x-rays or, every two years. You were legitimately positive. And now all I really care about is a quantifiron test right. or a, or right. a chest Hands x-ray. Down. Yeah. Right, which is 148 bucks, and I had to pay 22 bucks for the flu shot. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. So I'm laughing because all I need to do is prove that I've been exposed to chickenpox. So I need to do titers, right? Right. So you need to get my titers checked, right? And see if I have a high enough titer load for chickenpox, and right. then I don't need to have that vaccine. Correct. But yet here we don't do that because we don't know what the viral load numbers well, really so are. So let me Not let only... me put the opposite end for you. Okay. I'm one of those rare percentage of the population that's had chickenpox multiple times and I just don't have the the okay. immunity for it. You can draw my blood, it's it's just not that way. It's familial. Okay. So every facility I go to work at and they draw my blood, they freak out. You don't have a titer for for varicella. Right. Okay, so you know I've had it twice and blah blah blah. Right. My ages. And, well, you need to have the the vaccine. No, no, not doing it. No, because I don't feel like getting varicella. Thank you. Oh, um, right. At my age, which is slightly over twenty one, um, I don't. I don't want that. No, thank you. And so they literally like, okay, fine, that's great. No questions asked. Sign here. Not a problem. Yeah. But why is it for the COVID vaccine? 
that you literally have to provide an arm and a leg just to even prove to somebody that so-and-so should not get this vaccine because this something detrimental is going to happen to them because of it. Right. I I don't know. It doesn't make sense. To be fair, the other problem that we're watching happen is that we keep testing for antibodies. Yeah. Not T cell, B cell, like correct, right? Like, so, <laughs> but this is but this is a different vaccine. This anywhere. doesn't work. So, other vaccines, when you get it, you're getting an inoculated version of the vi- of the virus. So, you're right. building your T cells and B cells are building immunity naturally. Here, you're not. Here, we're just giving you a, a medicine that's floating around in your bloodstream. So, therefore, and somebody who's looking for the spike protein, active COVID, is who much has better. T cell, B cell, and antibodies. The studies show much that, better off yeah. than somebody who got this. I guess you could call it synthetic COVID or vaccine or whatever. It's not, I, I, I don't even, even want to refer to it as a vaccine again. Like I said, I want to refer to this as a therapeutic. It's going to prevent you when you have this medication in your body. It'll prevent you from getting super sick from COVID. It won't prevent you from getting COVID. So in other words, it's an intramuscular mask. (laughs) That's a really good way to look at it. That's pretty good. That's great. It's an intramuscular mask. I didn't think of it that way, but it kind of is, right? It's an IMM. It might not. IMM. It's an IMM. We got our own term. IMM. Good job. IGG or IGM. It's IMM. IMM. The paramedic, everybody. The paramedic smarter than the rest of us. Smarter. Yep. 100%. So Louis, Louis, Louis the, I think it was Louis the 14th said, oh. it's dangerous to be right in matters of which the establishment authorities are wrong. That's oh, true. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. very dangerous to be right. Because not only in his day, but in 2021. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> because if you think back to then, right, what did, what did the church do to Galileo? Galileo was like, well, the, the earth's round and like there's a universe and there's other things. And they're like, lock him in jail. Nope. Right. Nope. That guy's going to prison. You're a heretic. Yep. So we locked him in jail. That, and then guess what? We're like, oh shit, he was right. He was really right. Like he knew a lot of stuff. Right. Oh, I don't know. There's bummer. a resurgence of he's not so right. right well, now. okay. The flat earthers are not right. I'm just saying. Well, just, they're out there. <laughs> they're out there. Again, that's the point is they're allowed to do that. Kind of like. At what point in time, and I'm afraid this is coming, so I've, I'm have i on the, I'm a little bit of a conspiracy theorist in the... Yes. What? Just a, just a, I like... If anything, they're just fun to argue about. They are fun to argue about. I don't necessarily believe that the Sasquatch exists, because there's a lot of camera phones and no one's got a picture of the dude, so I'm just saying that's probably not the real thing. Right. Like, okay, so, because everyone else is doing selfies all the time, someone, you would think that he'd be like in the background of one of them somewhere. Like somebody had to have gotten a shot. Correct. So I don't know that Sasquatch, we can kind of debunk that one. It's gone. But when it comes to all of these things that could potentially happen because of COVID, this show has been on par with everything that was either going to happen or could potentially happen from the vaccine passports to Fauci was involved in the discovery of this virus to it leaked from the lab. Like I said this from the to masks don't work. I said this shit from the beginning of the start of this podcast over a year ago. And everyone's like, oh, Tyler, you're crazy. You did. That's you're just nuts. I don't know what you're saying. Like I've had friends of mine that are no longer friends of mine. I don't know if they were friends to begin with, if that's the case, because generally I keep my friends for a long time. But, you know, the acquaintances that I've had in the past have either deleted me from Facebook or blocked me or told me to F off and never want to talk to me again. And I'm a horrible individual because I believe masks don't work. And I believe right. that Fauci was part of this whole thing. And I believe that 
you know, this came from a lab and it wasn't because they haven't found an animal that it came from. Like, I, I, I don't know how old you are, but can you tell me another time in your life that having a disagreement on one topic has been so divisive so so polarizing yeah right like the, it, we all argue that oh well this covid it's medical and science and this that. it is the most political thing i've ever experienced I think, outside of a presidential election yeah i i think as i as i've gotten older my view of the world has changed drastically because at 20 years old so i'm, I'm 45 so 25 years ago you're old i'm fucking all this dirt so i'm old when it comes to being old dude i'm kind of old dude in the room like numerically yeah and physically <laughs> i've been beat down i've seen your house it's you're not that old i won't <laughs> yeah. so when i look at how my perception of the world has changed since like 25 years at 20 years old when i got so i graduated high school at 18 college the first time at 20 i didn't give a shit who the president was college the first time well, that's what happens. What yeah. I ought to take. That was the first time. So back then. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I didn't. I yeah, had no I idea. So I no. just thought I'd, man, plumbing was in my future. So <laughs> it was going to be a plumber. Um, but I look at who the president was back then and I was like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't right. care about, you know, I would move to a city and I didn't care what the city taxes were, or the state taxes or the impact of the government on you know, my I was future lucky that I could just literally make paycheck to paycheck yeah, and right. not eat just top ramen all the time. Correct. I was happy. Like, legit, that, I could have a hamburger mm-hmm. and I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. I could make my car payment yeah. and oh, my sure. insurance was paid. Like I was doing well. Right. And I was right. making nothing, but I was happy and the world around me was irrelevant. So when I see men on the street interviews and they're asking 20 year old kids, what this means they don't know because i also didn't know right yeah it's unfair it's to me yeah. no it's a, it's it, totally irrelevant my goal was like okay where's my next beer you know where are all the hot girls going to be on the weekend so i can go find where that is and get into that club or go to that place whatever that is i'm going there i was studying my bible we're okay right. uh, yeah. we'll go with the bible study that's yeah, fine sure. you, <laughs> you're <laughs> And Fauci wasn't involved in the development. No, of this not disease. at all. <laughs> so much more, I guess you would say, religiously appropriate now. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. Love you. <laughs> so I'm just saying that as I've gotten older, my perception upon what's important and what is impacting my life and how it impacts my children's life and having children really changed some of that too for me. Um, that's all changed. So now it's funny. I pay way more attention to politics and to the world around me and to what's happening than I did when I was 20. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, so I can only seem to think that as you get older, that continues, right? So you pay way more. That's why politicians are all 70 years old. Right. Yeah. (laughs) They're all in there. Like the people who are their only interest. It's their only thing. They're all sitting in front of the TV. When's the last time they pooped? Like seriously, that's like the only thing. (laughs) Bowel movements. (laughs) Yeah. And, and I use this analogy when I was explaining to some of my patients back in the day, I would say, you can tell the age group of a group of people by the conversation they're having. Oh, go to any wedding. True. And if you walk into the wedding and they're like, so I bought a new truck, it's uh, 45 to 50. Right. <laughs> right. They're all talking about they're like th- maybe 35 to 50 year olds. They're talking about their new vehicle. Right. New appliances. 
right? The new stuff they bought, right? The new things in their house, the tangibles. If it's, well, this girl's really good. Like, it's the younger generation, right. the 18 to 30s. If it's like, well, did your doc prescribe you some lisinopril? Because I got lisinopril. I'm yeah. a lisinopril. That's 65 and older, <laughs> guaranteed. They're talking about their drugs. They're talking mm-hmm. about Metamucil. They're talking about bowel my movements. Aspirin and plastics. Yep. Yep. What's funny is when you started talking about that, it reminded me of like this quote that I had heard. Mm-hmm. It's, ever since I've heard it, it has rang so true, and it makes so much more sense to me. But I had to look it up for you. <laughs> uh, but there was like an article done uh, by James Tilly, I guess. It says, do we really become more conservative with age, or at least more attentive to the you know pragmatic things? And there was a statement that was any man who is under 30 and is not a liberal has no heart. And any man who is over 30 and is not conservative has no brains. Ooh. And it's basically to say as young children were, uh, and it's been attributed to what uh, Winston Churchill, Benjamin Disraeli and Victor Hugo. Okay. And I don't really know who the originator of it was, but it's absolutely true. Like when you're young, you have imagination, you have like, uh, I don't know, like that, that, playfulness that optimism that oh just, yeah that fantastical imagination basically yeah, the, the the fantastic thinking that's gonna yeah. ch- you're yeah. gonna change the world yeah and you're and gonna give people great, things and, and hand, right but as you get older you start to realize <laughs> as things happen you're like okay let's be more realistic about this right well and that's where you see more conservatism come into play there well and probably attention to the the, the world you know, around the shit you that doesn't matter when you're a kid like do, do I care what OSHA's mandate is for, you know, companies with over 100 employees at 17? No, I really didn't. I didn't and care. That, I, that was working I didn't at Best know Buy. OSHA existed. Right. That <laughs> was working at Best Buy. Like, so right. yeah, definitely I would have been, you know, subject to it, but I didn't care. But right. now I do. And the company I work for very clearly has government contracts and over 100. Right. And now I have to wonder, you know, would I be forced to get a vaccine if not vaccinated? Or are there exemptions? Which, by the way, apparently across the nation, they all allow for exemptions, but most of them are all just being denied. Right. Well, like across the board. So I think I'm, I'm not for the mandate. I'm for self for individual choice. And I always said that I fall politically in the middle ground. Like I'm socially liberal. <laughs> like I am that statement. Well, seriously, I am social. like gay people, marry, have fun, enjoy your lives, do your thing. You know, I'm not going to, it doesn't bother me, you know, I don't care. Um, but I want, I'm fiscally conservative. I want to save my money and I want to, you know, defend my property. Like I want to, that's, mm-hmm. so I consider myself very middle of the road. I would say I'm a very John F. Kennedy Democrat where today, if John, if John, if, if a Democrat came out and said, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country, if a Democrat said that, they would be ostracized. They would be thrown to the wolves and kicked out. But yet, that was a John F. Kennedy Democrat statement in the day, right? Right. So, well, because nowadays the country is the problem. Well, right. But I'm saying when it comes to the political side of things in the medical world, they should never co- coexist. Like, I don't give a shit when someone comes through the door of the ER, white, black, Hispanic, Chinese, I don't care. I don't care. What's the problem? Like, what's the problem? Like, no, when I'm giving a report to another practitioner, I'm never like, well, the Mexican guy in room seven and the black dude in room eight and the white guy in room 12. I don't care. It's the chest pain in room seven and everyone's a medical problem and we all have similar medical problems, but in this world, it's all political now. It's 
it's become a political argument whether you want to get vaccinated or not. Mm-hmm. Joe Rogan broke the fucking internet because oh he didn't want to get vaccinated. He right. got COVID, took ivermectin, and the world was like, well, he's taking a horse dewormer. He kicked his ass. He kicked COVID's yeah. ass in like three days, dude. He took a bunch yeah. of meds. He took a bunch of prescription drugs and over-the-counter stuff, and guess what? He got better. Because he did his own risk analysis and <laughs> saw his primary, and his primary suggested that, and he got it prescribed on a human prescription. Like Correct. However... The CNN and MSNBC and all of the they're still going media, back and forth. they're oh, yeah, still, still arguing about him, about Don how Lyman jumped in. Like, God, they all went crazy about him. So he broke. He literally broke the system. They didn't know what to do. They being the media, the national news media, they're like, oh, my God, he didn't he didn't get vaccinated and he lived in, to tell about it. And he took this thing. We're trying to tell people not to. Right. Right, like and literally everything he did was against what we suggest. And they were making up stuff about it. They're like, he took a horse dewormer. <laughs> okay, so ivermectin, that drug, the guy who invented it won the Nobel Prize. But wasn't it for originally creating, for what? Um, a blindness for. Uh, no, there was another treatment. The whole reason, like it's a it's an antiparasitic. Thank you. Um, yes, was it, it, it helps prevent um, in vitro. Uh, was it? It's uh, it's in vitro function of the cell. So inside the cell, it'll prevent it from actually growing and becoming the next thing, it's changing, right? So, and I don't study it. I don't know enough about it to worry about it. I just laugh because I think it's hilarious right. that he took a drug mm-hmm. prescribed to him by a doctor, which I don't prescribe ivermectin, so I don't, you know, I don't Why deal with it. Why somebody get a hold of me and be like, "Hey, so and so's got COVID. Can you prescribe this?" And I was like, "Ah." know what that is yeah i don't deal with it on a regular basis yeah right so the anti-malarial wasn't it no it was a bullet it might have been for now now we got to find out because right why does that term keep coming up i don't know but so i don't deal with it but i think it's funny that everyone freaked out because he was taking ivermectin which is an actual drug that hundreds of millions of people have taken like tons of people have taken it and i think it was some sort of blindness, some mm. night oh, blindness okay. or like something. This just like kind of grosses me out. What? I don't have my glasses, but um, let's see. Can treat infections caused by roundworms, threadworms, and other parasites. Yeah. So Ugh. antiparasitic. It's an antiparasitic, right? Gross. But they're but, okay. they're using it to prevent. Supposedly, they're using it to prevent COVID from replicating right. at the cellular level. Right. But then, right. you know what? The next... So, okay. Let me just, just let this be known out here. So, I put it in the Google, and it gives me, you know, the first... Yeah. Whatever. Right? Didn't report we it. just watch a documentary on how that's decided? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you get shown on the first page. Right. Um, but then the next one is from the FDA.gov that says why you should not use... Oh no! It's all over the place. Why yeah, you can't use? You shouldn't COVID-19. use. No, yeah. no. It's a very. It, the minute you put ivermectin in a, any sort of search bar in oh, any you're, search you're on engine, a list. Yeah, correct. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, well. F- suck on this guy. The FDA and the <laughs> FBI and, yeah. and legitimately up until 2020, I uh, I used to actually think the FDA was, you know, a legit I, thing. I, well, not like I. I don't know. I guess in my mind, I was like, oh, it's a. You know, government entity that does its research and it's it does its thing to protect you. Approved. Right. Yeah, it, 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 
I don't know. I, I guess I was naive. <laughs> no, but, I, but, but I think the average like person felt that way. I did. Right. I know I did. But but now it seems like, okay, at this point, any sort of alphabet soup agency outside of the ones that are spying on me, like <laughs> any alphabet soup agency is basically just, you know, where where does their political affiliation lie? How much pressure is being put on them by whomever? Or where's the money? Like, I, it, you, you might as well be the Federal Reserve private bank. Like, right. <laughs> that's all you are. You're a private agency with a government funding. That's yes. It. And, uh, you know, it, it was so obvious. Like, oh, well, we can't do vaccine mandates. Why? Because nothing's fucking approved. Weird mm. how a week later, all of a sudden, something came approved. <laughs> and then it became, well, okay, well, kids are super safe from COVID, but we need to, you know, vaccinate kids. Oh, weird. That's coming down the pipe. Like, come on. <laughs> well, this is also convenient. So you got to look at the money. I always say follow the money. Right. Right. So okay. if you want to know why Pfizer is the most talked about and or vaccine out there, mm-hmm. like Moderna never made a product that came to market prior to the vaccine. Moderna has never made a product, a medical product that was brought to market prior to the vaccine. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sign me up. Right. You're just dipping your toe in this pool. talk about the side effects of these vaccines. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So the side effect profile is high, and we can go into that. So the the UK and and, um, Israel have probably some of the best data out there on side effects, who's been vaccinated, what's gone on, and they do it weekly. It's like they keep really good track of this stuff. Good for them. So, and I have it. We could pull it up. But um, there's a... (laughs) There's a media thing that explains why Pfizer is probably the number one thing out there. And it's and it's so good. Um, let me see if I can pull it up here while we're talking. Because if the person, it was on Twitter, but the video is hilarious because it goes into why. Let me see, where's that? Where's that? Let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, if it'll play, I don't know if it'll play off my phone into the to here or not maybe it will maybe it won't i don't know experiment time experiment experiment time is right oh we'll have to do it on the computer maybe let me see because it talks like all the commercials are the tv every tv show sponsored by pfizer oh really oh yeah it's good it's so good that's interesting so we gotta see if i can find this now that's pretty crazy I, well, I think it just shows that your advertisement dollar is um, going to be spent wisely if you're if you're a drug company because the people who like the TV shows will talk about it, right? You know why? Why do they need to advertise? It's a great question. It's free everywhere. Mm-hmm. Nobody doesn't think that there's not a vaccine for COVID, right? Unless you just came out of the mountains, and you just you, you were just, like I mean, but is it free? Like, right? You were hibernating for the last two years, oh, and you just woke up, sleep. right? Like Sleeping Beauty. You were there's a, a bunch of dwarfs or whatever, you know, and you were just chilling out, like you know, right? A whole bunch. Of, you were in your little castle. Someone kissed you awake, and now you're like, oh my god, like what's going on? And everyone's like, you know, oh there's there's a vaccine for COVID. You're like, what? I didn't even know there was COVID, let alone a vaccine for COVID. <laughs> but let's be fair. It's not free. Like, 
No, no, no. The they're, they're what, they made billions of, of dollars. Yeah. Well, and that's yeah. the problem. Average of like ten dollars uh, a a dose or whatever it is being paid for by the government. Well, the government doesn't really make money outside. Of you See, and I. I think that I got that explanation. So we are of all benefits. still paying for it. Yeah, like, but I don't think it was that like cheap of a dollar amount. I remember seeing my explanation of benefits when I got my first shot. Oh, and, well, those know, are always hyped up for insurance to pay. Yeah, I know, but it was just—it was like several hundreds of dollars right off the rest. Right? Yeah, but I was like, "Wait, what? For this? This is crazy." <laughs> Somebody's making money. And it's oh, they're all making money. Me. They're all making me. money. It's not me. No, but you're safe from COVID. Am I? Yeah, forever and is ever. Is not everyone until you get your booster? I thought everyone was safe from COVID now. Yeah. Aren't, haven't we hit herd immunity yet? Uh, wait, where, who was Sweden or whoever was supposed to be close to herd immunity or whatever, like six months ago. And they just found out that there's probably no such thing as herd immunity because, you know, because flu. it keeps changing. You mean? Yeah. Oh, cause it's kind of like the flu. Huh. <laughs> it's akin. It's akin. It's akin to the flu. Yes. It's similar. I thought, I thought there was no flu. There wasn't last year. Weren't the flu numbers super, super low last year? Right, right. Like, right. I don't know of or if anybody you get the flu, I've you're ever. not isolating for the flu anymore. Like, in my computer weird. system, it used to have like flu like symptoms. And I think that might still exist. But now there's like COVID 19 symptoms right. or confirmed COVID 19. There's no more flu. And I can't, I, I've not heard of one person having, and granted, I'm sure there are some, but I've not heard of one person. Well, I'm sponsored. Yeah. Oh, here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, fire away. Doesn't seem right to me. Why is it that these shows? Okay, so this is Dave Rubin. He has a podcast. Um, he, TW providers can. So this is him talking in the beginning. So listen, to this is funny. Every CBS and NBC and uh, ABC show, they all keep pushing these vaccines. Good Morning America is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. Must I add in? Jesus. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's, the royal wedding. I mean, the I'm royal wedding was sponsored by Pfizer. I'm trying to figure out who they're advertising to because literally their only customers for this product are world governments. Like providers in this country are not allowed to charge you for a COVID vaccine. So, well, okay, time, that's fair. But I'm saying, and by the way, it you get like to go. You get to go pick 1950 per shot. So here's the deal: you get to go pick though. You as a you as a consumer, Pfizer's maybe, available, Moderna's maybe, also available, no. and Johnson and Johnson's available. You get to choose. If you if available you log in doesn't necessarily mean available to you though. It does okay. now. It didn't in the beginning, it does today. 
as of a month ago, my partner at work, yes, yeah. diehard had to have the Johnson and Johnson one due okay. to certain medical things that they wanted they were done, trying to avoid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they had to have the Johnson and Johnson one. Okay, and this person called, I think, twenty two different pharmacies in this town, right? And they were like, um, "No, we have Pfizer." Um, no, we have Moderna. Right. Most were Pfizer. Some were Moderna. And I think they were able to find one or two places after, you know, three, four days of actively searching for hours that had Johnson and Johnson available. But, but and they, they were still, out of them at the time. But here's the deal. They're a consumer and they were able to find what they wanted. So if you want Pfizer, saying, it's easier to get. But I'm saying Kansas, and you've got two primary care physicians, no, I, you might just be stuck with one. I know I get that. I'm I'm not saying it's not difficult. I'm saying, like, I can't get in and out Burger if I fucking live in New York either, right? Because there's no in and out Burger there. But if I want in and out Burger, I can get in and out Burger. I can go somewhere to get it, is the point. So the point is that, as a consumer... Pfizer's out there broadcasting the Pfizer, 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 Pfizer. And if all you hear is Pfizer, then you're going to be like, oh, like subconsciously. Well, yeah. yeah you're all gonna, I want is Pfizer. All I want is Pfizer. So right, you're going to go get a Pfizer that's vaccine. That's the same phenomenon of like you keep seeing the number or you keep hearing the number. Right. The number that you're going to pick out of a random lot is that number. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So you just hear it everywhere you look and listen. And that's what they're doing. They're They're inundating social media, TV, like general media with Pfizer. Right. Even now, when you're talking about it, like I no one really knew who Pfizer was prior to this. I say nobody, as in the right. vast majority of Americans didn't talk about any of this science bullshit prior to COVID. In fact, most nobody, of the time, if you asked them about Big Pharma, would say Merck. Probably. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Or, or they'd say, oh, aspirin's horrible. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. That darn bear. That darn <laughs> bear. <laughs> bear aspirin's going to kill us all. So, I don't know. I think the more we talk about the medicines and this as a vaccine, we're doing a disservice to the people who are receiving it. And we should be talking about this as a therapeutic, not as a vaccine. Because if you can still get COVID when you have it, then let's face it, it's not a vaccine. Right. Well, and the other issue, too, that that I've seen and since we've all been vaccinating at a high rate is, okay, you know, we've been told by the media, like, you need to get your vaccine. You need to get your vaccine. That's the only way that you're going to be able to survive this this pandemic, mm-hmm. you know. So you get your vaccine. And then you have this percentage of the population that ends up having these terrible things happen to them as their side effect of their vaccine, which is right. supposed to be their failsafe, right? Right. So now here you are in a hospital bed with all these bizarro symptoms, and it's because you chose to go and get this vaccine to prevent this evil whatever virus mm-hmm. right and now you're like worse off than you were before you were to even get your right like because worst. now you now you have like you know Guillain-Barre or something exactly well, and worst, that's exactly what it is the yeah. worst group to be a part of at this moment would be what 20 to 40 year olds this, that that has got to be the worst place to be right now solely because you run a much better chance of just getting through COVID and having your natural immunity. And then what are the percentage chances of like GBS or myocarditis? Let's let's face it. So most people who get sick and die from COVID have at least one. Most of them have two or three comorbidities. Right. So the average American already has a comorbidity. We're all obese. 
not you, Mara, but the rest of oh, right. not you. Well, I, <laughs> I, I might not be morbid, but I'm I, I am. I am morbidly <laughs> obese, according to the BMI numbers. I am considered morbidly Which obese. I haven't Jesus been upgraded in yes. Correct, but my point is that yeah. obesity is an, is its own epidemic, right? And so we're not smacking and it makes candy COVID worse off. Correct, like, but but we're not running around clearing the shelves of fucking Oreo cookies, right? Like right. you can buy you can go to the shelf and buy your kids all the Lucky Charms and Rice Krispie treats, and no one's going to say anything. And I've never been weighed to buy my Oreos. Correct. Like, you not? Oh, oh, sorry, sir, not today. Mm, you yeah. don't look like you need you Oreos. You don't get them right. stuff right. today. You only get the regular. <laughs> right. No, like <laughs> I've I've never walked into the donut shop and they're like, uh, not today, sir. Right. <laughs> like the the door didn't get skinnier, so I couldn't get in, kind of thing. Like there was no measuring device to determine what. In fact, you can go to Heart Attack Grill and if you weigh over three fifty, you get a free meal downtown. Wow, oh boy! If you weigh over three fifty, you get free food. Heart attack grill. Hashtag goals. <laughs> so I'm just saying that. Sorry. I and, and the ir- <laughs> <laughs> so we're not, we're not taking cigarettes off of shelves either. And yet 600,000 people a year die from smoking. Well, die from cancer, which right. is all pretty much most of it. The majority of cancer is directly related to cigarette smoke. And we haven't pulled that from the shelves. We haven't pulled any of that from the shelves. Right. That's not illegal to smoke. Still, you'll smoke indoors in some locations, but you can still go to your local grocery store and get cigarettes. True. You still go to the guy. We didn't stop people from smoking, but all of a sudden, and, and they're also dying. Like we're going to figure out this COVID thing. The numbers are going to go down. It's going to do no natural progression. We're not going to be killing as many people as we are. But guess what? The numbers are still going to go up with obesity, heart disease, and smoking. And we haven't stopped any of that. Well, and seasonality. Like- Correct things you can't affect and things you can like we're not treating underlying things that make it worse no they haven't even addressed it we just want the pill that goes back to the very beginning of this whole saga is that that's what they're fighting for take the pill take the take the dose take the jab take but they don't talk about how even if you were to get covid and you have all these pre-existing conditions how it increases your risk for all these extra things to happen to you Right. Like you become hypercoagulable and your risk for stroke is astronomical. So right. not only do you have COVID, now you've had a, multiple strokes. Right. And now you've had PEs. And then, so when you die, right. you know, they're not just trying to figure out, do they put COVID on your death certificate? It's, yes, they do. It's, <laughs> it's that plus. Plus, plus, plus. Plus, 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 plus. So there's a, there's a discussion now. And we're old enough. We've all been in the field long enough to remember when you used to have to withdraw. After you injected, you, you drew back a little bit to see if you were in a vein or an mm-hmm. artery before you yeah. injected. And then at some point in time in the last 10 years, it went to just inject. Like you don't draw back. Old school people still draw, mm-hmm. but the new guidelines are you just inject, right? There's a good chance I drew back on somebody like two days ago. <laughs> Correct. And we, right. us, us older people yeah, still, older, old school. the old schools, we still do the drawback. But the new guidelines are just inject, right? So you just go intermuscular, you inject. Yeah. And Here we whatever. go. Yeah. So the theory is that the reason people are getting myocarditis and the reason it's causing hypercoagulability in people is because they're injecting into a vein. Hmm. or an artery they're mm-hmm. hitting some vessel of some right. manner when they're injecting the vaccine that's the theory now they haven't proven it. they did it they just did a recent study and they proved it in mice so they inject into mice it causes acute myocarditis within hours 
That's if you good, inject yeah. it into the vessel of a mouse model, which they use mice pretty regularly to determine because right. it's similar right, right, to human right. functionality. So it's a great theory, and I would love to not test it. I don't want to test it on people, but I would, I mean, I would love for them to start saying, okay, you need to withdraw the syringe a little bit to make sure you're not in a vessel. Right. And if you are, you need, don't aspirate, don't back up, just pull the damn needle out, throw that right. whole thing away and start over. That needs to be the new guidelines. But that's not even fucking being discussed <laughs> in the whole system. It's still just, oh, that's just a potential side effect. Maybe there's a reason for the side effects, okay? Right. Like, we're not even talking about those. And I'm not saying that I'm for or against I'm for the vaccine. I think it works. I originally wasn't. I was originally super against it. But I think if we talk about it as a therapeutic, if we talk about it as it can prevent your illness long term, if you do get COVID, because we're all going to probably either get it we all have risk factors associated and some of people don't even have don't even know they have risk factors. They right. have underlying conditions they know nothing about. Right, right, right. Especially younger people because we don't go to the doctor. <laughs> we have well, all these I mean, problems we don't talk plenty about. Plenty of people haven't seen a doc in 10 years. Correct. That's right. my point. Do you have high blood pressure? No. No, no but, but you they, do. But you do. But you do. Right. Right. Or you have stage 1 and not right, doing anything right. about it. Whatever. So if you go to the numbers coming out of the UK, so this this data is uh from week 37 of 2021 or between week 34 and week 37 between so just a few weeks ago it says uh covid19 deaths within 28 days and column a and within 20 and 60 days of positive specimen or within covid reported on death certificate by vaccination status between week 34 and week 37 of 2021 this comes out of the uk so under 18 there's zero deaths amongst those people 18 to 20 they break this down by age group which is great because then now you can actually see the you know the numbers and the unvaccinated younger crowd is all dying of so rates amongst persons not vaccinated per 100,000 is 3.8 in the 40 to 49 group we're talking about 45 year olds um me (laughs) the 50 to 59 group is 12.4 um, persons not vaccinated, but the numbers switch. The numbers skew to the people second dose days before specimen date. So if you've had received one or two doses of the drug, which again, we were talking about the one or two dose thing. I don't know why they're talking about the one dose thing. It shouldn't be that mm. they should only talk about two doses, but they say that death rates for unvaccinated is 125 but there was 258 that died in the 60 to 69 group. 258 people died that were vaccinated at the same time. So less people that were not vaccinated died well, than were vaccinated. Does that say second dose was greater than or equal to 14 days? So yes. therefore you were shot one, shot two, two weeks. I'm safe. 607 or 258 people died. Correct. In that group. But, in the 70 to 79 group, 607 died versus 164 not vaccinated. So between 70 and 79. Wow. Screw the vaccine. I'm not on board. 164 of you gone. I'm on board. Shot one, shot two, two weeks. I'm safe. 607 of you are gone. Yes. Wow. Yes. And that's rates amongst persons not vaccinated versus rates amongst vaccinated persons with two doses. I mean, it's, it's pretty crazy to see the numbers of deaths. So they're saying 80 plus the second dose 
greater than or equal to 14 days before a specimen date, 1,272 versus 198 not vaccinated. Wow. So the numbers coming out of the UK show that as you get older with a vac Now, there's a theory that was proposed by one of the guys on a podcast. Who the hell's name? Andrew Barnson or something like that, or Bernson. He said that it's because once these people are getting the vaccine, they feel like they are completely indestructible. Mm-hmm. So they let their guard down. Like, I'm gonna go crazy. Fuck yeah! They've been. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna yeah. start eating crazy yeah. foods and doing whatever and <laughs> like. So it, it's kind of like this. People don't know this, but in the biggest problem in nursing homes is STDs, sexually transmitted yep. diseases, yep. amongst sexually promiscuous sixty-five <laughs> and older. Who are not using protection? They're getting, you know, chlamydia, and oh, yeah. gonorrhea, syphilis. and syphilis, oh, yeah. and all these diseases because they're just having sex with everybody, each right. other, all the time. Yeah, people don't know that because it's not talked about. I mean, what else are you but, gonna do? Uh, right. I don't you know. Can go on Friday I'm, too. <laughs> I'd rather have sex too. Probably right. right? And if you've got Alzheimer's, it's not like you remember. <laughs> right. It'd be like a new date every day. Every yeah. day, the same person. <laughs> like, what was your name, Mary? Hey, girl. <laughs> right. What's up? So yeah. here, I think these people are just become, and the theory, it's a theory, but it's plausible that they are just saying, oh, well, now I'm indestructible. So I'm going to now I'm going to go do whatever I was not. So we stayed away from everybody. Everyone stayed away from each other. And, you know, there was no discussion about hand washing. Let's just throw that out the window. We didn't ever worry about hand washing. There was a shit ton of hand washing talk the first month. Yes. But then it went out the window. Right. Right. So no one's talking about that. But the point is, is that. We're just like, oh, cool. Now I don't need to do anything. I don't need to do socially. I don't need to be away from people. I don't need to hide. I don't need to protect myself. Even though you're in these groups that are already at high risk for developing right. everything, not just COVID. They're already in groups that are at risk for fucking pneumonia, the flu, yeah, exactly. like every other potential disease process. But now they've got the COVID vaccine, so they feel indestructible. Right. So the theory, that it's, it's a good theory. I like it. Uh, I like that hypothesis i don't know that it's true but if it is true it goes to our other point where we're giving the messaging wrong the messaging is inaccurate instead of us saying that you're indestructible with this we need to say this is a therapeutic you could still get covid if you do get covid you won't possibly be as sick as you would have been you know i want to know if there's been a study that's you done could still get less sick if you could lose some weight <laughs> like true. whatever right I want to know if there's a study that's been done with this particular population of you've had the vaccine. Okay. And now you've got COVID or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now you're in the hospital. So what percentage of these people are now developing or have come in with Klebsiella pneumonia or mm. Streptococcus or influenza mm-hmm. A or Marsa or Acetobacter or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like are it, is there a higher percentage of these people in this population are that are coming in with and dying from complications of secondary infections, COVID. Yeah. Right. But you really, because you were willy nilly now have, have all all these other things that have played into the mix, but because COVID is on there, well, it's COVID. So does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. It's not COVID if they're vaccinated and you got to remember that. (laughs) Like if they're, if no, no, well, no, if they're not vaccinated, please put COVID on their death certificate. If they're vaccinated, I'm going to need you to find that other thing. Right. (laughs) Right. 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 Well, so, but they just said that Colin Powell had 
both vaccinations and he died of COVID complications. But what they won't tell you is that he also had multiple myeloma. Right. Like he didn't die oh, from for COVID. God's sakes. But, but yeah. Like, okay. Come on. He was 84, 84. And they also won't tell you that most of the people dying, like, I don't know what the number is. I want to say it's 92%. So that's what I'm going to say. But I don't kill me on Twitter if I'm wrong. It's, I know it's high. Somebody will fact check you. Someone will fact check me. Mm-hmm. And, when they do, they'll find that I'm close. <laughs> <laughs> May not be right. <laughs> missing context. <laughs> Miss, missing context. But the people who are dying are over the life expectancy age of the average American anyway. They're over 74 years old. Sorry, you've served your purpose. You got to go. Well, right, I'm not but, saying that. Like, right. It's not push your grandma off the cliff like whatever right. what's-his-name was saying all the time in the news but broadcast. Let's be fair. Before COVID happened, I didn't expect you to make it past 85. <laughs> right, you're, Congrats, 94. Correct. <laughs> you your, li- your life expectancy was 74, right? right? That's the average life expectancy well, of an know. American is 74 years old. So if you die after 74, like, you're winning. Hashtag win, yeah. Correct. Right. So Colin Powell died of with cancer, right, multiple myeloma, and COVID. He got COVID, but he was already, like, immunocompromised from all right, of the treatments right. for, for his you cancer. Mean, you mean from... <sighs> From that disease that was in his body trying to kill him for all those years? <laughs> right. Okay. That was the problem. That right. was the comorbidity, well, you know? COVID came in. And yeah. his age is a comorbidity. That's not something you can change, but it's, it's still a comorbidity. Right, right, right. So if we don't... He's got the highest numbers on that UK chart. <laughs> <laughs> right. 80 plus, so... Correct. He would be in the 80 plus category. Right. Again, that's why the numbers don't go 80 to 89, right. 90 to 90, 105, right. 105 to 200. Like, there's... No, that's... 80 plus is pretty much where you get to right, with right. that because the Jeez. average life expectancy is 74 years old. So when we start looking at the numbers of dead people, one. right? <laughs> we start looking at the numbers of dead people and we realize they're all dying and they're all over 74 years old. Why are we so focused on kids wearing masks in school? <laughs> Why are we so focused? I don't know. I, it, it kind of... Like our messaging as a medical profession is Dude, completely fucking just distorted and wrong across the board. That picture that went viral mm-hmm. with the six or seven teachers with the six or seven kids in front of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw it, but it's legit. All these adult teachers standing in a line, like it, it's, not wearing masks, not wearing masks. And the then kids are wearing kids masks. standing in yeah. front of them. I saw that like, picture. What, six, seven, eight years old. <laughs> yeah. All of them masked. And it's like, that is completely, uh, hypocritical (laughs) of the of of the narrative like fyi as you get older it's going to kill you much easier or you're safer as you get younger yet the only people masked in that picture were the safest people yes absolutely masks without the masks right right so here's deaths within 60 days of positive covid test by date again the numbers are really high for vaccinated people in higher age groups Double, sometimes triple, sometimes seven times higher. I'd be interested. So the group of thirty to thirty-nine. Thirty to thirty-nine. Okay. After they're vaccinated, not vaccinated, forty-two, and that's what forty-two people. Forty-two people died within sixty days of a positive COVID death between weeks thirty-four and thirty-seven of twenty twenty-one. Per hundred thousand or no? No, that's just a that's the number. Oh, if you go per hundred thousand, it's over here. So that's just that's just the number of people that died. Okay, total in those three weeks, thirty to thirty-nine. Yep, 42 six, people died of COVID that weren't vaccinated. Right. 63 total, 42 not vaccinated, 16 were Got vaccinated it. with both doses. Three had received one dose, 
and was greater than 21 days before the specimen date. Hmm. So if you go by per 100,000. But yet, literally, you go down one level. To 40 to, 40, to 40 to 49. And more people that have had two doses and been longer than the two weeks, literally one more person died than in the 30 to 39 age group not vaccinated. Right. Wow. So I'm saying, like, there's a there's a correlation between... Sorry, That's a lot good, babe. Is, I mean, not for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in yeah. the 42 group. I'm, I'm in trouble. That's a little, I'm getting up there. So my numbers are going to skew to the wrong side of this chart. You're in those brackets where the numbers start getting big. I know. Son of a bitch. I'm going to die. But so they're talking about the rates per 100,000. And that's going to change because as you vaccinate more people, this numbers, the the two numbers are going to squish together. So the rates amongst persons not vaccinated versus the rates amongst persons vaccinated will become skewed because you're vaccinating more and more people every like we're vaccinating a million people a day right yeah you know and if you look at the numbers i think we vaccinated a hundred a year to get the whole country done so we vaccinated 197 was 197 million people have been vaccinated or something like that in the u.s and then that many people have had covid so there's more people that have either had covid and been vaccinated than the entire population in the u.s because there's 330 million people in the u.s i don't know so I just know that the numbers, like, between those who have had it and the numbers have been vaccinated, even though some people have both had it and been vaccinated, the yeah. combined total is more than the population in the U.S. Oh, yeah. Dramatically. I don't know. It, the, I'm against the mandates. I was originally kind of against the vaccination. I'm for I'm for the vaccination, but I'm for it for certain populations. I'm sure I'm not for it for kids. Dude, I do not want kids I to have it. I am for it for anybody who wants it. Yeah, like absolutely. It, like, if you want it, yeah, if go for you, it. Go crazy. I support. I support your getting it. Personally, I am not going to mandate you get I, it though. Like if you want it in your twenty, get it. You want it in your seventy, get it. Yeah, I I, I struggle a little bit on the having your twelve year old get it, right? Because the science really doesn't support that. But yet. I but, but again, I also am against Jehovah's parent, Witness not giving their kid blood. True, and right. I can't fucking stop that true. either. But again, I know. Okay, but you're gonna you're gonna classify that in the religious category. This is strictly your personal preference. No, no, this is a religion. This COVID shit. We started this whole podcast no, saying I, yeah, this no, is a religion, no, no, no. COVID, right? Yeah, I know. COVID situation is religious in in nature. But what I'm saying that's is, their thought process. Let's say isn't it? you have a 12 year old, right? And you want the vaccine for your 12 year old. Mm-hmm. As because as, COVID is my religion. I believe it. Right. I believe it's going to kill us all. But if that's where you land and you want to subject your child to it, the potential risk versus what the stats say their risks truly are, mm-hmm. that's your prerogative. I struggle a little bit with that side because, again, children are kind of like the defenseless. Like they don't have any ability to protect themselves. Like, Correct. No, mom, I don't want this or whatever. Now, granted, no 12 year olds watching all this because it's boring. It's asinine and it changes every day anyway so my, but see my kids are on the adult, opposite like, side of it go do it well, whatever my 14 year old stepdaughter she watches the news and pays attention and she's like arguing for and against different things and sometimes i help her understand and sometimes i let her roll with it till she sees why she's wrong on her own right like she'll oh, she watches cnn <laughs> She'll just nobody watches CNN. She'll discuss she'll discuss the stories of the day or whatever to talk about it at dinner time. Sometimes it's funny. But my younger kids, my nine year old and my seven year old, my daughter's almost seven, they only are like 
everyone else is wearing masks. We want to wear masks, right? But that's a fit in thing. It's a fit in thing. So it's the just like I said in the beginning, it's the do what everyone else is doing, not ask questions, not think. No, why are they thinking about? It? They don't. They don't give two shits about the right. president of the United States. That's or a lot what's more going acceptable on. for a soon to be seven year old than it is for a forty year old. <laughs> I understand, <laughs> but along, I, have, like, I understand, but the vast majority of people function that way. I know. Yeah. The vast majority of people do not question, especially when it comes from someone with authority. Right. So if their teachers are an authority in their world and their teachers saying wear a mask, mm-hmm. that's the authority. And we've already told them your teacher's an authority, listen to what they say. Right. Don't hit other kids, teach them, don't do that, listen to your teacher. So we're saying to listen to these. So weird, we as providers, as medical professionals, are completely missing the mark when it comes to the discussion. And that's why people are not people at risk are refusing to get vaccinated because we're missing the the discussion on the actual reason for the vaccination. It has nothing to do with you being completely one hundred percent protected from COVID. So that's the that's what they're hearing, and then they also hear this guy died from COVID. You're like, right. well, and he was vaccinated, so they're hearing mixed messaging. If we just came out and said, look, okay, we initially thought this was going to protect everybody, but we were wrong. People would accept that. Or it needs to be an annual shot or whatever. Whatever. People would accept it. But if we just keep saying, well, you got to do this or else, and we threaten, 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 that's not not helping. It's not helping anybody. So really quick, uh, what's your position on, like, you have to imagine there's plenty of primary care providers out there that are maybe not towing the line or they're like you know for you it doesn't really make sense to get the vaccine you're, you're 25 and you're mm-hmm. a star athlete whatever you mean they're they're actually doing the risk assessment R- right they're being a actual provider okay but where do you stand on like if there's a big enough chunk of those people why is that not even getting out like i, I guess i i don't they don't have a voice but do, do you think that some of them are just going uh there's a large Whatever. group of there's a like, large group man I can't I can't fight this machine. There's some of you that get your vaccine. There's some of that because right. the American um fan the was it because they all tell you go talk to your provider and see what's right for you. But I understand that has stopped that has stopped, now, but because the because of the sanctioning bodies that run the providers are all on board with providing of the same narrative. Okay, because I don't know that side of things. So so what happened was is that the American family of physicians. The American, the American uh, College of Physicians. College of, or whatever well, it's for the family physicians, for family providers, and then there was American College of Cardiology and all of the groups that mm-hmm. you know give you as a medical professional your accreditation, your accreditation stuff. stuff. They've came out and said, if you speak out against vaccines, we can with remove your licensing. No shit. They had a there was a memo went out about three months ago from a lot of these places that said, we will remove your licensing. Now, I got an email at the very beginning of the pandemic that said, if I prescribe hydroxychloroquine oh, I for heard COVID, I could lose my ability to write prescriptions at all. Well, the DEA. Was that from the DEA or the was state? From the because state. I know, I was going to say, because Sisolak came out and was immediately against oh, yeah. hydroxychloroquine. I, I can't remember that. Yeah. He, he made it illegal for our pharmacies to yep. fill that script and for you guys to, to write it. prescribe it. Yeah. Correct. Wow. But so I didn't know you guys got a letter on it. Yeah, I got an email on it. Yeah. I can show it to you. So oh. we, th- we are being dictated on how to provide care 
by people who don't fucking provide right, care. Right, right. Then, it's okay, like, if that's the case, can I promote to uh, NP now? So <laughs> yeah, apparently, so. the education, the schooling, and everything you guys have done is completely pointless because some bureaucrat in an office somewhere else is going to decide what you're against. allowed to do. So can I please get a raise? Right, yeah. Let's get you. You know what? Just a paramedic. Like, come on. <laughs> help me out. Let's get this guy some credentials. I was going to say, we got to get him some credentials. got to get him <laughs> trained up or something. Would you like to be family or acute care? <laughs> right. uh, yeah, I'm down for family. Family, okay. there you go. Yeah, yeah, my I boy want... Sisolak got me. He's just telling me what I can and can't. Yeah, that's that's kind of how it is. So a lot of these, anyway, back to the original point of this, is a lot of the groups were coming out and saying, you could lose your license. So even like standard, my family provider may basically go, yeah, you should get it. Even though because the guy, because the guidance, no. right. So let's okay. just, let's not talk about something as divisive as COVID. Let's talk about a cholesterol medication, mm-hmm. right? So American college of cardiology has guidance, guidelines and guidance on how to persons that need a cholesterol med. Right. Right. So you need a cholesterol med. If your total cholesterol is this, and if your LDL is this, and your HDL is this, you need to have cholesterol medications. And there's a calculator that they provide you. Right. That no, you can you just put, plug it in. You plug it in. You plug mm-hmm. the person's age, their weight, mm-hmm. their gender, their... I could do family practice. I'm telling you, they, they make it easy. It's, it's plug and play medicine. However, what does that not account for? I had a patient who had a really crazy high cholesterol. She has like a total cholesterol of 385. And LDL was like 200. Oh, hmm. hello, stroke. You're right. So you're going like, holy shit. But guess what? She eats a whole bunch of meat. She's a high protein, high keto diet, a lot of fats. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, let's just assess your risk. Let's do a coronary calcium score. Let's go get you CT'd and find out what it is. Zero. She has actually zero plaque. And the new studies are showing that the numbers are not the same. The numbers don't mean what they think they mean. And the LDL doesn't mean what they think it means. But it, guess what? It only means it if you're using the old school thought process. Correct. Of- so science changes. And then guess who's last to come in? The last person to come in is all of the guidance people. All of your. So you get one person on board, one person who has a mouthpiece and is like, this is bullshit. This isn't how it should be. They're like, oh, silence that person. Because. Right, right, right. right. Do you think for a minute, do you think for a minute that the American Association of Diabetes would come out and say, stop eating carbs, stop eating sugar, and you can cure type 2 diabetes? Because they whole time said, we you need insulin, and you need to do this and this. They're providing drugs to everybody, and they can't come out for a minute and say, oh, we were wrong. Okay, okay, we, we fucked up. We, did it. we got it wrong, guys. Let's do it this way. Let's change it up. Nobody would listen. So they have to keep thinking the same way, keep going down the same track. COVID's no different. They're all going down the same track, following in line. And if you fall in line and you fall in line with what Fauci's saying and what the system's saying, the system won't get mad at you. But if you're a doctor or you're a nurse practitioner or you're a PA and you go against the grain, you're on a fucking island, dude. You are your own oh, yeah, entity. You can't even order something that would be out of the normal um, realm of like off-label like use cocktail. yeah because the pharmacy won't provide it for you yeah there's there's they videos of have it in there there's like, videos of people getting prescribed ivermectin and pharmacists not filling it yeah they're like no Dude, sorry I, I don't i encountered that myself with a completely other med just simply potassium yeah and legit walked in and had a pharmacist and this blew my mind pharmacist was like mm, yeah no I'm not, I'm not going to fill that. And I'm like, uh, WTF, mate, when did you become a fucking doctor? <laughs> right. And they were like, well, you don't understand the complications as I'm standing there in full-blown uniform. And I'm like, 
I have an idea of potassium. Yeah, I kind of know how it works. And there's a good chance that the doctor who wrote it knows me and knows I need it. (laughs) Right. Give me my fucking... Like, who are they to make decisions like that now? So... Yeah. They but, go to school to count by five. Yeah, but but don't get me wrong. They're doctors, and they know meds really well. Yes, they, they know do the know interactions, and, and they know the drugs. Yes. They are smart sons of bitches. I get that. But they're not the ones prescribing. <laughs> they shouldn't be preventing either. Right. Oh, yeah. They have a, I, I'm, I'm going to argue they have a spot to prevent. Because if I, as if a person. If it seems unsafe based on your knowledge, sure. Well, well, but no, not only that. But what if I, as a provider, write a prescription for a blood pressure medication, and it's in their primary care provider wrote a prescription for the same or a similar blood pressure medication but i don't know because the patient didn't tell me that their primary care provider tuesday wrote a prescription for their blood pressure med and then i write a prescription so now the pharmacist sees that because the pharmacist gets all the pre- it's right. like the center point right. they do need to be some sort of control well but they need I, to be I the safety the argument that they don't get to go no i'm not feeling that they could be like listen this one's on hold until i contact this physician that's fine they that's, need to call I'm a physician and verify that they need to be the control in the correct in they need to be the one saying like oh god i don't want to give joe all these blood pressure his blood pressure would be 50 over 30 he'll bottom out and like right. not talk but if you're a you family know? doc and i come to you and i'm like oh, i got covid and you're like dude the studies ivermectin blah 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 and you prescribe it yeah. i don't need joe at CVS going, uh-huh. no, no, I get no like, that just to say no, because it's against the, the, the state's grain. guidelines right. is bullshit. Right. No, I get that. I mean, they're so I, they have their place yes. in protecting people, Fair. but to just blanket shut stuff off now down the line, what's the, what does this go? My concern on the slippery slope side of conspiracy theories here is that what if a facility says, Okay, you're vaccinated, but is your wife vaccinated? Because if you can still carry COVID and your wife's not vaccinated, your spouse isn't vaccinated, then you can't come here either. What? When so, is that coming? Okay, so I'm going to tell you right That's now. That's coming. That's coming. Do you mean for like um, visitation or for treatment? No, for me working in the facility. Oh, oh, I see. Okay, yeah. So I, I have heard you know it. What I mean? I have heard it a little bit as okay. far as visitation is concerned. I've also seen it documented how many you know covid vaccine one round given mm-hmm. this many days past second blah 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 or whatever um and i've also heard oh yeah okay so you know peepaw over here um got his vaccine but Mima didn't so Mima can't come visit oh wow like wait what yeah hold on and these are not things that are in a policy. It's not in anything that is technically uh, directed from the top down. It's, right. it's just speculation. Right. Which is, again, the same thing of, well, you know, well, so and so deserve what the hell they deserve because they didn't get their vaccine. Well, like, no, that's not. That's not appropriate. But we, we, no. don't, we don't stop treating cancer patients because they were smokers. Exactly. We don't. We don't refuse treatment to... Uh, alcoholic because they drink alcohol we're not like oh my god he's got jaundice and he's dts and he's freaking yeah, out and just he's, give him out of that and call hope for the best you know, be- like, right. good luck uh, yeah dude right i mean we but we still treat them right exactly. i take the same people to different hospitals on the weekly basis <laughs> for doing the same drug right like weekly 
Right. That's right. like we we don't refuse like, care. Hey Joe, back at right. it again. Yeah. So, okay, let's so go. So a choice a choice oh, is to should. a choice is to do heroin, right? That's a choice. True. It becomes an addiction, but at some point it's a choice, right? You chose to like do a drug, snort cocaine, do heroin, smoke meth, pick one. Right? right? So you chose to do that. Do we as a provider be like, oh my God, dude, nope, you were doing heroin. You're going to fucking deal with that, whatever you're dealing yeah, with. No turkey sandwich for you. Yeah, no turkey sandwiches today. It's not Tuesday. Sorry. It's turkey sandwich yeah, Wednesday. That's what happened. Egg salad. Those were the nastiest things. The egg so salad gross. sandwiches. Egg salad sandwiches at dude, the hospital, it, it, bro. At oh. two in the morning in a pinch, it'll it'll fill you up. I'm just saying. Yeah, until, until 3 a.m. Until 3 a.m., it'll empty you out. <laughs> Then you die of dehydration. Then you die. (laughs) Then you're just hoping for the rest of the black coffee in the in the pot of the nurse's station. (laughs) Like, please be some coffee in there, please. Still, we made that at ten. Oh, it's still good. I don't care. Yeah, I'm thirsty. (laughs) Scraping the bottom. It's still coffee. (laughs) My fork stands up. It's so nice. So let's go one more commercial and then we'll finish this crazy thing up. How's that sound? Okay. All right. Unbiased. So we didn't even get to use any of the fancy, you know, goofy sayings this time. I wasn't even on the keyboard doing. I was oh, having you good. Do it. You I know. Do it right now. Good time talking to everybody. I didn't have a. I need a. I need a producer. That's Where's what I need. Peter Griffin one. I like that one. Huh? Where's Peter Griffin? Oh, the Peter Griffin one. That's that's my uh, U.S. Postal commercial. I'd like to thank our sponsor, the U.S. Postal Service. When you want something expensive thrown on your porch and stolen, you want the U.S. Postal Service. <laughs> yeah, I thought that one was kind of appropriate. I have the Biden. Oh man. Yeah, just little blurbs to throw in there. But this is my co- this is my new COVID one. They've done studies. You know, sixty percent of the time it works. Every time. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. That doesn't, yeah, make that doesn't make any sense at all, unless you're talking about COVID, and then it seems to be completely appropriate. Aye, aye, aye. So, COVID. you work in a hospital. You transport patients to pretty much everywhere, all around town. Yeah. How are you dealing with the transportation of COVID-positive patients in an ambulance? Are you just like, suck it up, buttercup, get in, let's roll? Bro, I, I really don't know. To be honest, like, as stupid as this sounds, like... It doesn't. There's no difference. Like that's like, that's like, fine. I just was curious because like, I'm not in an ambulance. So right, I don't know. but it feels like there would have been so much more at the very beginning of it. There was talks about like adding UV lights that you could leave on once you got out, so that it would kill all the stuff and mm-hmm. then, like, you, service they, contact they, stuff. Yeah, they came out with some like uh, I, I guess policy adjustments or whatever, where it was like, okay, if you have a person who has symptoms or you suspect to be covid or you did end up with a covid positive coming out of a clinic or something like you need to open all the front windows in the cab 
<laughs> your partner and you, so the driver and the attendant, need to wear an N95. Okay. And then the patient needs to have a surgical mask or N95, and you have to turn on the exhaust vent, and you need to open your back window. Like, basically keep Blow air going cabin, and everything get air moving right. while you sit within two feet of this person for 15 to 20 minutes. That's <laughs> it. So, like, that, we're going to do the best. Yeah. And now, like, I, this is going to – I might sound like – I don't even know. I don't feel like there's a whole lot of uh, emphasis on it anymore. It's like, uh, okay, get in or, okay, let's get him in the rig and you get him in the rig and you start talking to him. And then it, it might take you two to three minutes to go, Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. Would you please put on this mask? Like, because right. it's, it, it's out there. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I, I don't know. people have had it. I mean, we, we are required ourselves to wear a mask the entire time. N95s or just a regular? Uh, surgical at minimum. N95s if you have like COVID type symptoms. Yeah. Um, and then if you have a COVID positive, uh, we should be by policy wearing goggles and 95s and a gown. Okay. Plus your gloves, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And which I mean, fair, but I, I kind obviously of obviously disinfect your truck when you're done. Correct. So in the beginning of the pandemic, I had, I was at one of the hospitals in town and not people don't understand, but to have a negative pressure room, a room with that sucks out all of the, and recycles the air every 10 minutes or five minutes, whatever the number is and pulls the air out of that room. That's an expensive room. It's an expensive process. You can't just make every room in an ER that way. No, no you they're can't make built in that way. And they're correct. Three. It's maybe tuberculosis. Correct. It's very, very specific. It's, it's not for bed bugs, even though no. those are, like, <laughs> it's for, it's for, you know, very important stuff. And there's only a couple in, in an ICU, a couple rooms like oh, that. Yeah. It's not every room in the hospital. Right. So I was laughing when I walked into the room and they had, you know, the floor fans that they use to like, after you yeah. mop a floor, they're, they're they cylindrical. Like snail, but yeah. Right. Like the the, at the bottom. You have air blows in the bottom. Oh, yeah. So what they were doing is they had cylindrical plastic taped to that. And then that was going, they had cracked all the windows in the room so that the tube. So it, it looked outside. It looked like one of those, those sales guys. Oh yeah, like the like wonky, car salesman, like Woo. yeah, the wonky flying car salesman guys <laughs> out the window. It was the tube, so they were just using that as their pressure and just blowing it out into the atmosphere. Oh, that sounds fantastic! And that was in every room of this med search, every single room of the med search. So you go in the med search, and it didn't matter if they were COVID positive or not. Every room had this. So they were sucking out the room, blowing out the window, <laughs> and that's what they were using for their negative pressure. Now there was no. And HEPA like filter, actual sealed doors, and walls, or anything. No, 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 no. Nothing no. was sealed. Nothing at all. In fact, <laughs> like prior prior to COVID, if you wore a mask in the hospital, yeah, you'd get in trouble. You get in trouble if you wore your gloves yep. walking down the hallway. Oh, yeah. even pushing a bed, you could push a bed with a person with fucking C diff, and they had just shit themselves. If you had gloves on, yeah. you're in trouble. Yep, absolutely. You get well, written up. In fairness, there was what the flu season. You had to wear a mask if you didn't take the flu vaccine, right. which. Which I have I always wanted. argued just shows that you're, you're pretty much like putting your dick out there showing that you did or didn't get the vaccine. Right. Right. It's but, a blatant, obvious like, thing. I'd, I'd also like to point out that it, it was still an option. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> now now, now you have to wear that fucking mask and get the shot. And get the shot. Or just. And get the fired. booster. And, 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 and. Right. right. So I just wondered how the ambulances were dealing with transportation of 
of people because there's no negative pressure ambulance. Right? Like, Correct. You know, it's you're just there exposed to everybody. And as a first responder. Well, you're just there until you get into the back of the rig. But you're expo- you're the first one exposed to the people. Like, just like as if someone walks into the ER waiting room, mm-hmm. that nurse or person at the waiting room contact. desk, the initial contact is going to get the highest whatever dose of whatever. <laughs> I mean, like if the person comes in and they're coughing up blood. That person's going to see the most blood right, at the beginning, right, right, right. right? If you go, if if you go, and you're the first person to show up to a gunshot wound, presumably you've plugged some holes, whether it's with your finger or with a bandage or something. You've stopped some bleeding before you got them to us, right? Right. You will see the most blood until they go to surgery. Then the surgeon sees all the blood. But I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> initially, you see the worst of it, right? Um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> When it comes to the COVID stuff, it like I don't know. I, I I don't really know, man. I've walked into people's houses, and I had one a couple months ago where it was a guy who called nine one one solely because he didn't feel good, and said he had a fever, body aches, weakness, cough, everything. And when we got there, again, we we've adapted, so our our dispatching center takes these symptoms and then gives us this big old message across our MDT that says covid positive or covid symptom possibility or whatever it's it's some big notice that says be aware right yeah and we walk into the guy's house and you've you've walked into your kid's room when they've been sick for a few days and it's that hot musty stink (laughs) and that's what we walked into and i was like oh man and it wasn't until i walked in that he goes oh yeah um I tested positive for COVID three days ago. Oh, cool. Thanks. And it's like, so, okay, put on your mask. Let me get all this stuff going. What's, why are we calling? Well, cause I feel bad. Yeah. COVID's going to make you feel bad, but you're also 29 years old. Right. And they gave you all these meds. I think it's, you know, a cough suppressant, some painkiller, whatever. And they give these, he, he had already been seen, already been diagnosed, already been prescribed. Yeah, and we're three days in, and they they even told him like, dude, it's it's a few days, like, up to ten. Sorry. Yeah, and he called at three and said it's still bad. Of course. And then I have to put him into this nice what what would you call it like six foot by ten foot box. That's being generous. I've seen yeah. some of the new ambulances in town, and right. they seem a little smaller. I'm just right. saying. Well, and the van know, chassis ones it, seem really small. The ambulances. If yeah. you're if you're doing if you're properly seated and you're treating or viewing your patient the way you should mm-hmm. you should be next to them yeah generally there's people that sit behind them in the what we call the captain's chair they can right. do documentation keep an eye on the monitor, seat, all right. that intubation seat stuff like that but if you're doing what you're supposed to they want you to be next to the person with them having a surgical mask you having potentially an n95 okay. or surgical and you're now within arm's reach because i can reach over and do an iv without mm-hmm. scooting that's where i'm going to spend 15 to 20 minutes with you and that's if you're in the city. And that's but, assuming I'm not asking you any questions. But, but think about that. You're, you're in the city and you've got really fast transport times. When I worked for Park City Fire, we had a 45-minute, oh, yeah. an hour transport time down to, the, down to the city. And we're talking, again, city with you know our state, cone, or our state flower being the cone. So all the construction <laughs> slows our transports. Right. But for me to have yeah. a 15-minute transport, like I feel bad for people up in NorCal area, yeah. up in the Reno area, Midwest, where you're talking hour and a half, two hours, two and a half hour transports. Like, yeah, you're in a rural oof. community. You could have, you could potentially have a long transport. 
I've got a buddy who should probably come down here, but he does. He actually used to work for the or works for the same company Mara did. Uh, he does flight paramedicine. Okay, they do so many COVID positive transports, like from Pahrump to Vegas or from oh, yeah. you know here to Phoenix and things like that. Like, yeah. he should come out here and talk to you about that because that is a small area to be in. Yeah, oh my god, with COVID, you're you're essentially living their COVID existence at that point for real. But that oh, just yeah. goes to show you that, I mean, are we saying that masks work then? <laughs> are we saying that, you know? To, I, to be honest, I don't know. I, I feel like, you know, knock on wood, wherever you got some. But yeah. I have not tested positive for COVID yet. Yeah. Um, And I say yet because it's coming at some point. Right. But I, you know, both my neighbors had it. My, my parents have had it. My people close to me have had it. And I just haven't come across so, it yet. So pre, so pre-vaccine, so pre-vaccine, I'm the same way. I I was in patients' rooms that had COVID. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they had COVID, but they were sick and they were having all these arrhythmias. And I was in the room because I was treating all their arrhythmias. So I'm in the room, spend time talking with the family, blah blah blah. My supervising physician, and and I've been in that room for an hour probably talking to this family because they're really concerned because grandpa's mm-hmm. dying, blah blah blah. Trying right. to, you know, trying to keep them calm. My supervising physician's in the room for 10 minutes, says, okay, we'll get you treated, no problem. I agree with Tyler's assessment. We'll get the meds. We'll get you started. He leaves. This guy gets turned in positive COVID. I don't have it. My supervising physician gets COVID. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it makes no sense. There's no, but we both had masks. He didn't touch them. I shook all their hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was there for a much longer period of time, much more exposure Closer proximity. Closer proximity, more conversation. I was talking more, so my I was breathing in the room more. My mouth was open more. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, I got to say, I think it, it's coming, obviously, at some mm-hmm. point. I, I don't know when, but, like, it. I feel now that I, we've gone through, you know, a year, year and a half of this, like, I'm kind of getting to a point where, like, all this has really told me is that... uh pre-pandemic i washed my hands the right amount of times <laughs> i have not really changed my lifestyle outside of wearing my mask where you know all the signs are or whatever and following company policy but right. i'm not going i'm not getting overzealous i'm not freaking out about things it's like no. whatever dude like here's right. your mask here's my mask i'm gonna wash my hands and i'll get it when i get it if the if the pandemic was a freak out situation there would be red biohazard bins in the, at every store front to throw your mask away when you leave. Right. Yet, where are they? They're in the parking lot. All in the parking lot, yeah. They're on the parking lot. There's fucking uh, masks have, in the yeah, parking lot. Wait, where? At hospitals? Costco, oh. Walmart. Oh, yeah. like, they're like all over. Like Just like on gloves, the ground. There's, there's masks, dirty everything. masks. Yeah. People wearing, there's I'm people wearing gloves. Go places enough. No, there's people wearing <laughs> gloves. Like, now, I find that there's people wearing gloves in the stores and then they touch all of their personal items yeah that makes sense. and they touch all yeah. the stuff and then they touch their personal items and they rub their face and they grab their if mask and they touch everything any knowledge of cross-contamination like you know they don't that's makes sense that's the point like, they don't so and so that's the hilarious part is we ask people to wear n95 masks to be more protected yet they're not going to wear them appropriately you think okay so i have a full beard going on i haven't shaved in like three months right it looks. I look like a freaking Sasquatch. I like it. Thanks. I, it's it's my new look. It's the <laughs> I don't give a shit about life look. <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> so this new look. 
I would not be able to wear an N95 mask no. and get it to seal nope. because it's not. So no fire department would allow me to wear an SCBA because it's not going to seal. Correct. Right. Yet people were going to walk around with an N95 mask. It's not going to be below their nose. Full beard. <laughs> right. Full it. beard. Under. Yeah. It's the, the, I call them chin warmers yeah. instead of a chin strap for a helmet. It's like a chin right. warmer. Right, right. It just keeps your chin warm. You know, because their mouth and their so they're like, oh, I'm a mouth breather. <laughs> I just think it's funny that it used to be an insult, but now it's protecting. Now you it's from protecting COVID. you from COVID. Well, what I find funny is, and I I saw this more probably about a year ago, working in the hospital is you know everybody's trying to be a stickler on all the PPE, right? Because mm-hmm. now at this point, there was not as much difficulty obtaining. PBE. Yeah, this right? time. So like, okay, now we've got it again and we don't have to ration it and shit. So now it's, you go into the COVID room, you, you get all of your stuff on, you go in, you do your whatever, you come out and then you're walking around and then taking everything off and putting it in like the regular trash trash can in the nursing station as opposed to putting the it... The biohazard bin in the room. Yeah, so it's like, the, well, why did we even room. put everything on in the first place? You might as well just walked in willy-nilly because now we've just put it out. Yeah, you just exposed the, everybody to exactly. the stuff. And I remember speaking to several people if with like with infectious disease and being like, um, I know that I don't really know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know some things, but... And they're like, oh, no, that, that should not be happening. But I see it every fucking day. Everywhere. It's constant. So what are we doing? What are we doing? N- nothing. There's nothing. nothing being done. Nothing. It's just a check mark box. Like, did you... Did, do you feel did good you about yourself? Do you okay, feel good. good about wearing that stuff? Good. Yeah. You right. sweating yet? You sweating yet? attempts at documenting our, our road to zero COVID that we'll <laughs> never find. Right. No, there's no such thing as zero COVID. In fact, we'd have a better chance finding the Wizard of Oz. Probably, there's probably a yellow. Well, there used to be a yellow brick road at MGM Grand, but they got rid of that buffet. Not, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) got rid of the Wizard of Oz buffet. Uh, Basically, all the buffets went away for a while. Yeah, right. Well, I don't, I don't know why they all had sneeze guards. Isn't that the fucking protection? I I guess I don't know. I mean, you go to Lowe's, they got a plastic guard up. I guess that's protecting him from COVID or whatever. You go to or we what we were at the AT and T store today, and they've got they've got the circle tables, right? Yeah, and then the the bar stools. Okay, basically. And so we're theoretically, we're supposed to be on one side. They're supposed to be on the other. And if you looked at the layout, it was Mara, myself, and then the lady that was working there. She's sitting basically next to me on this side of the sneeze car. (laughs) And we've protected ourselves from Mara. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I'm the fucking asshole. Yeah. It's all you. But it's like, Um, you're the the asshole. It's like between us, but across the table. It made no sense. Like. It's it's all show. It's all point. show, and I think I think some people made some money. The plastics manufacturers oh, obviously sure. made some money. You know, yeah. I said at the beginning of this, sneeze guard installer was a job I didn't realize I should have had at the beginning of this whole thing. Sure. Right. I would have made some bank just installing plastic sneeze guards everywhere. You know, and I still remember going to restaurants like I went to Cafe Rio, and they had put up plastic, and it was already hard to hear right. them oh, over right, yeah. the all the the stuff because right. they're making it right in front of you and then behind them is all the fans running over the grill and it's hard to hear them anyway now they got the guard and you're like what did you say and you're like i want this food they're like i and can't then, hear you because they can't see you your mouth because you got a mask on mouth yeah but you, you got a mat so pull you pull down. down the mask so that you can yell at them louder it was just counterintuitive every ounce of it was just wrong yeah 
I was waiting for them. Well, to have like, you come across trying to assess a patient who is deaf with your mask on? Oh, damn. No. Oh, that's fun. I haven't done that one yet. <laughs> is it, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's a challenge. You'd be writing everything down probably. Oh, yeah, because you can't. Theoretically, but you Take also can't off. hand the pen over to them. Correct. So, like, now Correct. you need to come into the room with two pens. Right. You also can't touch my paper, so you got to write on it without, like, yeah. Because again, all the AT and T lady handed me a pen. Yeah, skin to skin contact, like, <laughs> no nothing, no pen. I, contact, I like no it nothing. when you go to the drive up and like now they have their the the credit card machine oh, yeah, like, on a here. stick and <laughs> like they put it out the window it's Dude. like three feet long so you can i just want to give it to them though i know i just want to like avoid it oh at, like, at, at einstein's bagels i went i bought einstein's bagels for the group <laughs> for the crew one morning and i went to einstein and i had to put my credit card in a basket so that they could then pick up the basket yeah. and then touch my credit card yes. and then they put the credit card back in the basket and then they put the basket on the table so I could pick up my credit card out of the bat. It was the most ridiculous amount of steps. I want to say it was Burger King <laughs> one morning. I went and got to the window, handed them my credit card. Again, no gloves, no gloves. Hand them my credit card. They take my card. They do their thing. They hand it back. Of course, no one's going to clean the terminal. And then they had to bring me my food, which they've prepared, right. they've put into the bag, yeah. and they put it then on like a baking tray and then stick it out the window. <laughs> like, you can't hand me my bag of food, but you just finger fucked my card. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> for real? That's true. Like, okay. Well, I had one, I had a video on here of a lady who went to the drive up at Starbucks and uh, they, they said she needed to wear a mask. And she's like, excuse me? Like, we'll give you a mask. She's like, you'll give me a mask, but you won't give me my coffee? Right. That's asinine. Wait, what? Yeah, I swear to God. So reach out here. Give me the mask when yeah. you could have handed me my That's, cup. That was it. her whole point of the video was yeah. that it, how just ridiculously. Now, you can't blame the 15 or 20-year-old kid behind the counter. You it's can't. Just doing what they're told. But they're just they're too stupid right. to function. Let's face it. Okay? You they're not capable of making a rational decision. They're not the boss. They're not the manager. They're right. afraid for their lives and their jobs and every other thing. You literally just described me. Okay. <laughs> not oh, my oh wait, can I see your ID, honey? <laughs> no. So, <laughs> damn it. Damn. So what I'm right. Cougar. So what I'm saying is that these people are just functioning. They're existing, right? <laughs> they're doing the daily routine. And they don't give two shits about changing the world or making things better or the ramifications of what they're doing. It's just the mask is a visual representation to the average world that you have some sort of protection. Now, in the beginning of the pandemic, or there was a meme the rules or that you found the rules. It's a rules thing for sure. So there was a meme that was going around and I couldn't articulate why it was wrong at the time. And I've thought, I've thought endlessly about this stupid freaking meme that it pissed me off so bad that it started in the beginning of the pandemic and it's been going on forever. So it's of a man wearing a mat, like it's two cartoon characters and one's not wearing a mask and one is and how they're transmit the transmissibility of viruses. And then the other part of the meme is like, well, if he's wearing pants and he pees, he won't get any droplets on the other guy. It'll stay in his, on his body. That was the whole purpose. Right. So the theme of the mask meme was that I wore a mask to protect you from my potentially viral particles coming out of my mouth as I speak to you. Right. That was the whole purpose of this meme. Right. 
But what I've realized is that that meme's wrong on so many levels. I knew it was, but I didn't know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. So how I'm going to explain it is this, is that one, urinating on on yourself, right, outside isn't the issue. So we're not comparing like-minded particles. If I'm in a swimsuit and I pee in the pool, are you going to want to swim in that same swimming pool? I mean, no. Okay. But when you ask the question, of course. Wait, how cold is it outside? I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I peed. Okay. That's why I peed in the pool. It was really chilly. I'm just letting you know. The question, obviously, the answer is no. But for anybody who's set foot in a public pool or a pool with a child, has basically answered that question with, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to stay in the pool. I I totally get it. But I'm I'm saying if you knew that someone was actively urinating, would you stay in the pool? Like if it was turning blue like you saw in the movie? Correct. Like, yeah, yeah. You'd get out. You'd get out, right? And that's in so he's got think think about this. I would have a swimsuit on, assuming you know, assuming my swimsuit, and then there's You're a mesh out. layer under the swimsuit, and then the, so that's two layers of material, right? Right. And I'm peeing, and you still don't want to be in that pool with me. Right. That's like media. So now the like media is the air. I'm sorry, this is not a droplet part. This is a this is transmitted through the air. It's aerosolized particles, so it's floating in the air. So, do you think that fucking mask is doing anything at all? Right. It's but, in the air. And you don't want to be around that same... Per- I'm just saying that meme is wrong on its face because it has nothing to do with me being peed on or me having... Right, right, right. They're two separate things. Well, and even spit put on me through the air because I'm speaking too closely to you. That would have been more accurate if you had said oh look he's wearing his mask therefore he can't spit on me because again water particles versus viral like, like but if, we have spit mask in ambulances for a reason true because people spit on people because they're freaking crazy they're strung out on whatever right but if right. My, if i could make your pee particles the size of a virus best believe if i sat here from there wearing <laughs> pants i'd pee all over you <laughs> all day <laughs> right they'd make it through they'd make sure. it through i i told a lady i'm like look if you can smell a fart between my underwear and my pants. Oh, boy. The virus is probably not going to make it. Like, it's the mask isn't the savior here. Okay. But oh. it will protect you from the California wildfire smoke. <laughs> right. <laughs> It'll pro- no, it won't protect you from that, but it will protect you from a virus. Right. It, yeah. But not only that, it's a visual representation of compliance. Yes. Of your willingness to comply. And, and your controllability. Right. And so when we look at controllability, what this has done is this is allowed people. So you've heard that terminology of a drunk man's comments or a sober man's thoughts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ever heard that before? Alcohol reveals what sobriety conceals. <laughs> That's right. right. So in the Stanford study so years ago, no, and, uh, right? in the Stanford study years ago, they showed that people were willing to go the extra mile and even do potential harm to an individual if they were being pushed hard enough. Do you remember this study? Wait, didn't we this watch was, this? Yes. So I just took a course at CSN just to, you know, pandemic <laughs> do something. <laughs> right. Um, but we had to watch the documentary on the, are you talking about the one where they put somebody in one room? Somebody yes. In another? And, and they have to turn a voltage. You have to hit it. It was literally just a, a study on, the power of a position of authority, basically. Correct. And yeah. how willing people would, would you do harm to somebody? No, I wouldn't. Five minutes later, they were push doing the it. button. Yeah. Well, but he's hurting there. Push the button. You have now, to, now you have dead. to push the button. Like, right. It, 
Right. And so, then, but, but you told me to push the button. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Yeah, and that's what, that's what this has that's become. So now you've given flight attendants power that they've never had. Oh, absolutely. You've given the cashier at the grocery store power that they never had. You've given Fauci power he's never had. Power he always thought he had. And we've but just now he gets to exercise. Now he exercises it. So what's happened is these people either you've never had power. So if you grow into power, you learn how to wield it when necessary. Appropriately. Correct. So that's why you don't just, you know, wake up and you're a four star general unless you're what's her name? It's name. Right. <laughs> anyway, the, the point is is that you don't just wake up as a as a general controlling um army of people. Right? right, you have to learn the steps involved in that before you're Schwarzkopf in in commanding a bunch of tanks to fucking destroy people. Right? right, these people are now waking up, and they were given this authority right. to control the world around them that they've never had before, and they're defensible. The their argument is now: you're not wearing a mask, you're killing people. Get out of my face, Bob! Like they don't know how to deal. And we're giving them that power. And then the authority figures are saying, you need to continue. Well, keep doing that shit. That's the, that's <laughs> that's the, the Stanford more disgusting part right? is that like you say for or against vaccine mandates or call it like um, like vaccination status checking, right? To go into a restaurant. Mm-hmm. The administration can say, this is what I want to do. Everyone can go, I don't want to do it. But they're literally just enlisting people everywhere to become their own eyes and their own police on it. Like the little hostess at the restaurant. Let me see your vaccine card. Nope. Leave. Yeah. The administration had to do nothing to force that Uh other than say the message. And it was enforced for them. Right. Like, so, so there's years ago, there was a thing called the yellow stars in Hungary uh, for the Jews. Right. So the, and, and the, there's a story that a lady wrote on a blog post and she said that she remembers her grandmother telling a story about how a woman worked at a textile mill and brought home a whole bunch of yellow fabric thinking she was helping. She brought it home so they could make the yellow stars to sew onto their clothes for free, right? Because she had this yellow fabric. She's like, I'm helping you so that you can point out that you're a Jew and going to get killed by the Nazis. Like, it was this thing that they had to show that they were different or whatever than other people. That's what the vaccine passport is. It's the yellow star. And have you seen that one picture? Again, I can't remember the specifics, but it's a male and a female. Definitely an older picture, but under a little... I think I reposted it on Facebook and got one of those missing context labels or whatever. (laughs) But it basically was from somebody who went through the Yellow Star scenario. Mm -hmm. And they said, listen, when it... This doesn't happen overnight. No. It happens gradually. And we, as normal, intelligent people said okay well that's just a small step and it won't last forever right okay we accept it oh that's just another small step but it's for the better okay we accept it boom 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 Couple it's just 14 days to flatten the curve right it's just a mask and, and that's the thing 14 it's days it's just a passport it's just a mask it's just a vaccine when fall comes when this comes when the vaccine comes when and it's just continuous like kicking the it's can It's just a hundred days. It's just a hundred days and you'll be fine. Until you become a pariah because you don't pop out that CDC card. Right. Or whatever their new E system is. Well, yeah, whatever the system is going to be. Um, there was a, a Chinese shipment 
seized of fake vaccine passports in L.A. <laughs> oh, I read one that was in uh, Louisiana, I think it was. Okay. Yeah, same thing. Like, yeah, they, they're, they they're coming. They because people are like, hey, I don't want to get this, and how do I... Right. So on? now it's like a felony because you, right. you faked the CDC, federal government's documentation or something. But... I I don't I was surprised I saved my paperwork honestly. You know, I mean me too to be honest because I just took a picture of it and sent yeah. it to the facility. Right. And it looks It's mine's mangled. Oh, Mine was in my backpack from work. It was like Oh yeah, just it's awful. Totally and I'm trashed. Like, it, this could totally be a fake. Correct. Mine looks like my dog ate it right. and then puked it back up and I right. threw it in my backpack and it dried out and it's just sitting in there. Like literally it doesn't it's not an official looking document at all. Right. I mean, my diploma is on the wall in a frame, and this thing seems to be more important at this point right. in time oh, than oh, my sure. my ability to prescribe drugs. Yep. You know the the um, the damn CDC, and it's handwritten. It's not even like stamped, approved. It could be well, totally and none made of them up. follow a standard. Like it says, no. uh, like I think on hers it has the institution name. On a buddy of mine, it has the person who administered it, their right. initials. And I'm like, well, who, who's CRK? Like, is that a company? <laughs> that no, a com- it was the guy. Uh, Cricket. Who, Cricket who Wireless. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah, it from yeah, Cricket yeah. Wireless. That's where I got Cricket, that also guy down got the my street. phone for getting vaccines. <laughs> right, yeah. like, Get your free phone for getting <laughs> yeah, a vaccine. Well, they're giving a lot of free stuff for getting a vaccine. They have a huge thing here. You got free weed for getting a vaccine. Yeah. I said, what? Yeah. <laughs> they had a thing. You go down to oh. the pot to the... Yeah. You got they free weed. You free pre-roll if you got a vaccine. Yep. You got free weed. You got free beer. Well, what they, In what, Michigan what or Wisconsin, was, you got free alcohol. They were doing That's it crazy. once a week. You could go, like, pick a day. I don't know. Like, say it was Wednesday would be their vaccination day or whatever. So you could come in, and if you showed your vaccination card, you could get a free pre-roll. You get free donuts at fucking Krispy whatever. Kreme. Krispy Kreme. Yep. So you can get a place under here. A rock? There's a place here in Vegas. I wish I remembered who it was because I would go to them for just solely because you of get the a free lap dance at they uh, Larry's Husser Club. Okay, oh, well, Larry's. But, yeah, but she may not have both legs, no, but it's a no, free leg. Not but, Larry's Villa. Oh, Hustler. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> that is Larry's Villa. <laughs> but, <laughs> no offense, ladies. You're, you're literally amazing. giving like right. the the baggie you find like meth in, like a dime bag with a single jelly bean. And it's like, you got your vaccine? Here's your jelly bean. Oh, my God. No joke. They're giving that out. Now, I would go there just because of how stupid it is. Like, I got my vaccination jelly bean. It's just ridiculous. They were given. Jeez. Can I come so back that's, for round two? That's, right. pure, that's pure coercion. I'm sorry, but if you have to be coerced or awarded for doing right. what right. You, what should keep you safe, it's not. It's probably not. The messaging's bad. <laughs> Let's just say <laughs> Yes. Well, but now the message is you have to get the vaccine or you cannot keep your job. Can't function in society. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, only kind of also supports uh, your team in the fact that they want complete control and they're going to force everyone to do this. But really, the main agenda is how many more people can I get on the government teat because then they will continue to vote for me and give me more power and then you can start changing rules. So, but in the, in the discussion I, of conspiracy theory, if there was boxcars and you weren't vaccinated and you had to get in this boxcar, how many of those cashiers would push you in the boxcar? All of them. Right. Every fucking one but of I'm them. I'm saying... If, if you had to go to a concentration camp into a camp because you weren't vaccinated... Right. And they, and they were like lining up tractor trailers full of people and they're like, get in the back of this thing because you're not vaccinated. You don't want to get vaccinated? Fine. There would be teams of roving lunatics running around the city 
putting unvaccinated people in boxes and sending them to this camp. I guarantee you, it oh, would sure. it would happen within hours for sure. But what I'm what I'm saying is like you look at the unemployment stuff and the job stuff, like mm-hmm. what we're, the the Great Resignation is what they're calling it now. Like mm. literally August four, some odd million people resigned from wow. jobs. We already had ten million unfilled jobs, not enough people wanting jobs. And part of the theory is well. Because of the pandemic and everyone got laid off or sent home or fired, right. we had to send people a bunch of money, which is more liberal planning than Republican, right? Right. So that kind of although Trump Trump did give a bunch of people yeah, money, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, generally speaking, across the board, the the entitlements, the mm-hmm. welfare state stuff, social nets, whatever, tends to be on the more liberal side. Yeah. And the the concept is is the more people that I give money to or they're going to want to vote for me so now if i go hey vaccine mandate or you can fire them granted companies will start to feel the effect and they'll have to fight back look at southwest airlines but right on the other side of it you're i, I either get control because you get the vaccine yay i win mm-hmm. or you lose your job and now you need to apply for welfare i send you money you vote for me now <laughs> like i win right so but biden said the other night he's like look at these i had to mandate this in july he said, he said in July, he had to mandate this because not enough people were getting vaccinated. So he had to make, he goes, and now look, now companies are 95% vaccinated. Well, that's funny. That's because everybody who was unvaccinated left. Correct. <laughs> or was fired. So, so if you had a hundred employees, let's say you had a hundred employees for simple round numbers and 60% of your employees were vaccinated and then 40 of the unvaccinated people quit, you're a hundred percent vaccinated now because right. we only have 60 employees. And the percentage is bullshit. I just want to see more companies do the Southwest thing, man, because they were on board. Cause Ohio, were- just a bunch of people just walked out of a business in a, a 450 or something Damn. employees walked out in one day out of a, a place in Ohio. I just want to see more companies wow. fight back like Southwest, to be honest. Like, yeah, I like how they were trying to say, what was the weather? Well, it didn't affect Delta. Well, the, was still- that was a right? dumb fucking play on their part. But, you know, Just- they were fully on board the vaccine mandate until they started realizing pilots weren't coming. Pilots weren't going to be there. And they were like, you know what? Fuck it. They turned around so, and were like, we're not doing this. So the Are question we- I have is why? Why are people not wanting to get vaccinated? Is it because of the side effects? Is it because they could still get COVID? So why put this in their body? Like, what's the real reason of not wanting to get the medication? There's got to be so many. I mean, I'm I sure there's I'm, I'm sure there's three or four reasons, but I'm sure there's three or three or four major reasons. Mm-hmm. And why is the medical establishment not addressing those concerns as legitimate concerns? Why are they just dismissive of everyone's reason for not getting? And I say everyone's reason for not getting vaccinated. Ninety five percent of people over seventy five, I think it is, are vaccinated. And they're the highest risk category. Right. I was going to say the highest risk people are most vaccinated. Like so, the people who are arguing about are the people who are the least risk. We're arguing about the twelve-year-old kids and the fucking twenty-four-year-old young right. people. But a lot of the twenties and thirty-year-olds don't want to get it. I would guesstimate, and because, dude, you can't get your fucking message straight. I don't even know what to trust. Like, why, yeah, no, why I get am I going to? Ju- My risk of dying from COVID is already low. Yeah, and if if tomorrow I don't get a vaccine. I know I'm not getting side effects, but well, if the, I get it, there's a potential for side effects. There's a big discussion about it affecting menstrual cycles in women, mm-hmm. negatively affecting their menstrual cycle. Fertility in men. Fertility in men. There's a lot of concern. Now, none of that's been addressed. It's not. It's just swept under the rug. Like, 
almost like when your dog shits like in your yard if you don't clean it up, it just oh, just don't look at it. It's not there. Right. All of a sudden, your yard's full of shit, <laughs> and you haven't done anything to fix it. Right. Eventually, that comes home to roost, and you have to address it. So we, as providers, are going to have to address it at some point in time. But do we address it on a one-on-one level? Because it doesn't work. I think first off, it needs you, you need to pay attention to the ones that aren't getting it because of the like you said, the message is all fuckered. Like, yeah, if it again, let's just use me for an example. Right, thirty-five years old. My chances of dying from COVID in my current condition are fairly low. They're point zero. I, I used to have the numbers on this. It's like point zero zero three percent or something. If, right, if tomorrow you're more likely to die I, in a car accident. Right. If right. tomorrow I get, and you're highly one because you drive an ambulance. Right. <laughs> right. I drive all the time. Um, <laughs> I ride. My partner drives. But right. um, but if I don't get the vaccine tomorrow, there's a guarantee. That Monday, I will not have a side effect. But if I get the vaccine tomorrow, there is a possibility I have a side effect Monday. Mm. But you can't give me clear, straight information that has, you know, gradually. Yes, it's going to change over time. But you're not giving me, like, I don't know, evolving information. What you're giving me is conflicting information consistently. Yeah. Well, it's consistently so conflicting. I don't trust that. But I look at the numbers and go, okay, yeah, it's a risk to get it, but there's also a risk in getting the vaccine. And nobody over here that's supposed to give me the information is giving me continuous, constant, or evolving information that would make sense. But see, I think making sense, it makes sense to us because we deal with it on a regular basis, right. but does it make sense to the average Joe, the average population? I'm, I'm not saying, saying they're stupid. I'm not Monday. saying the average Joe's stupid. I'm saying no. that. The the messaging is off. We need to present this to them in a way that pe- can, pe- average people can understand it. And utilizing all the jargon and all the inf- the medical information that we've been speaking throughout the whole pandemic, and then making it sound worse than it is, and making it like in the beginning we didn't know, and I get and it, and that's fair. But to then say that I don't fucking know, right? But even on a on a you don't have to know. You don't have to have all the answers. A, 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 what's the common sense level like if you don't know something you're gonna overdo it right like so we should mask we should glove we should goggle we should do everything as you learn about it things start to dwindle because you learn about like okay maybe the gloves aren't a big deal because it's all aerosolized okay fine Mm -hmm. but if you tell me on a monday that i need to mask and then you tell me on wednesday the masks are completely fucking pointless and then you tell me on a friday i need to double mask my kid <laughs> right like now i don't really i don't trust i don't believe i don't, I don't know where we're going now right. guys like what and, i do know is that a lot of people that are 35 aren't dying <laughs> a lot of four-year-olds aren't dying no four-year-olds there are four-year-olds getting myocarditis or 35 year olds right. getting this like that's what i know yeah no that makes sense i mean I just think if we if we really want to address the entire vaccination process, because this is going to come up again, this whole pandemic vaccine Every bullshit. Years. I don't know; it's going to be sooner than that because yeah. stuff goes faster every time, right? So, Fair. if you got Fauci funding more of this shit in Wuhan, it's fucking coming again, right? Like, if you really want or to what be they a, were really funding when this accidentally happened, <laughs> right? I don't know. If you really want to look at the conspiracy theory when Fauci said in 2017 that Trump's going to face 
some sort of pandemic right. before the end of his presidency. Right. And then this shit got dumped at the end of his presidency. Then you're like, oh, really? Like, I'm not saying it was released on purpose, but I'm saying conspiracy theorists will let you believe it was released <laughs> on purpose to fulfill his prophecy right. of Trump having to deal with some sort of pandemic. Right. You know, yeah. when you listen to the conspiracy theory people out there. And I listen to a lot of it because I, th- I find some of it quite some of hilarious. It's pretty interesting, though. Some of it makes you think, and then some of it you're like, absolutely not. That's just <laughs> right. Yeah. That's- I, I don't have to believe the whole theory, but I will say if you put a video in front of me of Anthony Fauci saying in, you know, four years ago, saying <laughs> right. the president that's in now yeah. will deal with an extremely deadly pandemic before he's gone. And then I look at what we dealt with, like. That in and of itself is curious. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah, it, for sure. It, but again, correlation does not equal causation, true, I guess. True. Can't really link the two, but even is though. Is there such thing as coincidence when you start talking simulation theory? I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> if there's two black cats walk across the front of me, I'm going to freak out. That's all I'm saying. That's a whole other podcast. That's right. I feel like they that's negate a, each other. That's a red pill, blue pill conversation. Right? 100%. <laughs> Very much a matrix. All right. Well, thanks for coming in and doing this podcast with me. This was fun, actually. It's been a while since we did one. I had to pretend like I knew what I was doing again. It's been a while, so I don't even know how to work the board. But thanks, everybody. Have a good day. Thanks. You've been listening to Medically Unbiased. Visit our website at medicallyunbiased.com. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Medically Unbiased. Listening to this podcast does not create a doctor-patient relationship. The Medically Unbiased podcast is for general information purposes only. Thanks for listening.